And welcome back, everybody, to part five of the 24-hour podcast. Go to Yuck – or uh, actually go to GoFundMe.com slash YuckNasty. That's two S's in nasty. And hey, here we go. Wow. Fucked up the lines of communication one point. So. Uh, Mr. Obama. <laughs> I can't do a very good <laughs> Oh, impression. shit. That was badass. <laughs> I like uh, that. I'd like to say to the uh, American people. My name is uh Oh shit, that's fucking creepy. That's my first time whoa, was that good? That's my first time doing it. That was that's, good. That was good, yeah. I'll start. Uh, I'd like to say that uh We're live. We're live and we're recording. Uh, for our podcast. Uh this is your president of the United States, Mr. Obama. <laughs> <laughs> I must got some secret talents or something, because I that was my first time doing that shit, man. So what's up, man? Yo, Drew, you haven't slept yet, bro? No, Jason, uh, Jason, no, I haven't slept yet. Uh, Who's on the line? Who's there? We got me, No Susquehanna, Ray Taylor, and Jared Steiner. Yeah. Wait, oh. who's, where's where's uh, no no Susquehanna? Oh, he's I'm off the camera. camera. Yeah, he doesn't get on camera. <laughs> well, who's who's Nick Guzman then? That's that's Postal Postal poet. poet. Damn it. Uh, well, right, I, he, had, I had this Postal stream Postal playing Postal. in my ears. Ray, it's not daylight where you're at, is it? No, not yet. It looks like it is. Uh, I have really bright even, lights on in yeah, here just do. to try yeah, and wake me up. It's not even daylight <laughs> where we're at yet. No. In Ohio. I'm trying so. to trick my brain. No, wait. So so Mick, Mick Guzman, no Susquehanna, that's your real name? No. No, <laughs> no that's, another, that's another awesome person. Uh, it's two different awesome people. So why do I only see I only right. see Ray right. Taylor, okay. Drew Sample, Mick, Jason's and myself? Jason's with me. Oh, he's with you yeah. physically? Yeah. Yeah, he's off. Um, yeah. Hey, get your ass on the camera, bro, man. What's up, man? Come here. Come here, no Susquehanna. Come here, Jay. Oh, I'm, I'm <laughs> just my fabric off camera, homie. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, I did I made um some edibles. Um I made some no bake uh moyai heads out of a silicone uh uh, well, I'll show you the picture out of a silicone uh, ice tray. And the first person I tagged in it was no Susquehanna just because he's always putting pictures of these edibles he makes. So I put like a picture of the edibles and said I was thinking about um, no Susquehanna as I made these. I know that's probably the gayest thing I've said, but that's OK. We're all family. Well, uh, Will just donated 50 bucks for me to piss my pants. Nice. So oh, I guess I got to so, piss my pants. So the uh, is there a particular um is it a paypal account or how it's uh gofundme forward slash yuck nasty yeah so gofundme.com forward slash yuck nasty almost fund me fund me oh fund 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 (laughs) there's probably an account up at go fuck me as well but we haven't been promoting that one are we on the air right now yeah we're live yeah oh all right you have to, yeah. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm headed on my way to work. I'm going to call in while I'm at my first stop so y'all can hear dogs on my route going fucking crazy. <laughs> nice. Now, Mick, what's your story, man? What's your connection to this whole death squad, uh, you know, insanity? Uh, He's old school, It's man. by by, um, by fortune, by God's grace or the God's graces. Uh, I, I met these guys through the podcasting thing yeah. and they're really cool man that's cool man I, I used to have a podcast but I don't have it anymore I just kind of just hang out with 
the awesome people that have podcasts. Mick, Mick's had two different podcasts. He's had a few. He's had a few. Yeah. But Mick will come back with another podcast, I'm sure of it. Yeah, I, I, it started off as a comedy, but then it, I started getting into a lot of these issues that are very relevant to, you know, I, I like informing people or translating ideas that are already out there. Just, uh, you know, everything is specific to certain trades or certain um, very exclusive ideas. And I just like to translate them to the the masses so that people can start getting involved in these ideas and so then i started just bullshitting but then it turned into political and then it turned into i don't know what the fuck now i'm just dealing with the courts and i go on drew's podcast every once in a while and just talk shit about what what's been going on with the court system i'm a mailman i um you know i i've always had an underwear model don't forget that underwear model (laughs) <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, just uh, chick seducer, all kinds of stuff like that. But <laughs> chick, chick, chick I get chicks. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Los chicas. But, but I'm, I'm curious now as to, uh, are you a comedian? I'm, I'm totally just not. <laughs> are you talking about me, JR? Take it. Are you talking about me, Jr.? Am yes. I a comedian? No, I'm, yeah. pro- I'm probably one of your favorite uh, Death Squad comedians merchandise guys. So, that's okay, kinda... I know I've heard you before. Yeah, yeah I've yeah. heard you. On, I've actually, I think I've heard you on. Um, He's not getting which a corner. Uh, I've heard him on Getting a Corner, but I think that, I think I heard you also on uh, Vicky Peza and uh, what was the uh, Sam the Naughty Show. Yeah, on the Nada show. I think I yeah. heard you on there before. So, yeah, yeah, I totally uh, – I, I know who you are now. Yeah, dude, I've had the extremely lucky – or I'm, I've had the very extremely lucky chance to be able to work closely with uh, these guys as a fan. So um, just a super quick rundown of my history. No, uh, I, I remember hearing – oh, well, for the listeners, yeah. But yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, shit, we got some time, man. I might be on this bitch for a couple hours, so I may as well tell the story. But I, um, I, uh, there you going, everyone? <laughs> hey, what's up? Who's that? Who's that? It's Jason, Jason from oh, Sydney. I just want to say up, hello man? to Mick. How you going, Mick? Remember me? Hey, what's up, man? <laughs> How's it going, bro? Oh, man. <laughs> How are you, my brother? Finally, I get to say hello to you. I know, man. It's it's freaking awesome, man. I just I'm gonna come back for vengeance, man. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, excellent. Where you been, man? Far out. Man, I just I I've, I've been dedicating a lot of time to family. You know, I got a lot of kids. You know, so I got yeah. to keep that in line. Make sure I get it to where I need to. That way, I can proceed and 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 flow smoothly into what I want to do. Oh, you know, okay. I really love the podcast. You know what I mean? It's it's badass, man. I'm. It's nice to talk to you, man. <laughs> yeah, excellent. You too, Mick. I've got to go, but I just I just wanted to call in and say hello because I thought, oh, well, it's the only chance I'll get. <laughs> awesome. Badass, man. All right, brother. Awesome. All right. Going to bed in Australia, yeah, yeah. right? Sorry, man, yeah, man. I've got to go to bed. My kids won't go to sleep, so I'll just I'll get on later when they go to sleep. Uh, yeah, man, have a have a great night, man, and I, I'll get on Twitter someday. If I use a different name, I'll go ahead and let you know. <laughs> Yeah, no worries. My brother, my original brother. <laughs> oh, we go back a long Take way. Care, All right, my brother. Right. Yeah, you too. You too, Mick. All right, see you later, guys. Sorry to butt in. All right. No worries. All right, see you. See ya. Oh, Aussies. 
Dude, the Aussies represented that last. Dude, uh, I, love, hours. I love, man. It's like the love you just get from people is so fucking awesome, man. It is a sort of like a fraternity in a way, man. Just the, our little group. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's pretty badass, man. It, that, that was like all my endorphins are fucking going crazy right now. Like, you know, like I, I've been studying a lot of social engineering. So like this whole thing, like I need to recognize it. You know, when somebody validates you, recognize it and recognize for what it is. But it's fucking awesome. It feels great when, when, when people are just, you know, like siblings in a way, you know, and they're like, man, we're on the same fucking level. You know, it's, it's really badass. For sure. It's JR. Your story, Wait, as you were saying, yes. you're all good. Also, oh, my story. Um, before I was interrupted by that sweet voiced, I'm assuming <laughs> Australian dude's got a nice voice though. Yeah, it's badass. Um, yeah, he's like hello. Anyways, uh, <laughs> so uh, I was if I uh, how did it start? I guess I started listening to the. I stumbled across the Joe Rogan experience. And then I heard Joey Diaz on there. And, of course, your first time hearing Joey Diaz is, like, when somebody opens the door to your cell that you've been trapped on Guantanamo Bay for, like, 100 years, and it's that first ray of sunshine. You're just like, ah, that first breath of fresh air. So, like, of course, I fell in love with the dude. I started listening to all his podcasts. And uh, I actually print T-shirts for a living. I own a a screen print shop. Actually, I'll I'll rotate the camera so you can see it. Give you the 360 degree tour. But uh, you can awesome. see that's there's like racks of shirts over there. Those are, um, you know, probably some of your favorite Death Squad comedian shirts. But anyways, um, so he was mentioning on Beauty and the Beast. Do you guys remember Beauty and the Beast? Yeah, it's him and uh, the hot. Uh, yeah, Michaels. I don't remember. I actually don't remember her name. It's kind of funny though, but I don't. But uh, oh my god, what is her name? Uh, Felicia Michaels. Thanks. Felicia, Felicia Michaels. Michaels. Yeah. So um, I sent them a picture on Twitter of a Beauty and the Beast shirt that I had designed, and um, I get like a DM from Joey, like, "Yo, dog, what's your number?" And this motherfucker called me. Now, just picture like, just picture your hero. Somebody you're obsessed with, like, you know, going through all his YouTube videos, you get a phone call from this motherfucker like, yo, dog, that's awesome. I want to do business with you. So he was my first client. And then it just kept going through the ranks through Joey Diaz. I was able to pick up, uh, uh, I'll tell you the heavy hitters. Got Brody Stevens. I do all his merchandise. Ari Shafir. Um, uh, Crab Feast. uh, yeah, you can say that, yeah. Well, I do, Crafty's my number one client. They sell the most merchandise, which is going to be the guitar. Um, the Crab Feast. There's no question about that. Their, their fan base is like, what the, is this motherfucker driving yeah, monster trucks even, in the background? He's even Christ. You got a window open, Mick? Are you talking about me? It's probably... Yeah. No, it's it's probably my car because uh, I'm driving to work and I I probably need to hit mute. But um, hey, real quick, uh, you know, my, I have a. It's so funny because it's a black dude that I work with and he listens to to the uh, the crab feast and he, he's like one of his favorite podcasts and he doesn't even he's not even on Twitter. He's like fuck all that shit, but he's he listens to the crab feast. I mean, it's, well, that's it's one pretty thing badass. that blows me away about the crab feast is that. They're not the most famous of my clients, but they sell by far the most merchandise, which is seriously is a mind fuck because, you know, uh, Jay Larson, 
has been on Conan twice. I guess that would be probably like his claim to fame. And then Ryan, you know, he's just a working comic, or I believe he's a I believe he's a writer. And uh, when they contacted me to do merchandise, I told them straight up, I'm like, you guys are gonna have to like front all your own merch. You guys are gonna have to like, you know, pay this, pay that, because I didn't know those guys. You know, I thought they were just some dudes. Uh, and they had their uh, previous merchandise store that was, you know, pretty shoddy. So I built them a merch store, et cetera, et cetera. They pay for their own stuff. So I'm like, well, let's see how it goes in the first 24 hours, and then we'll kind of figure out what to do from there. Hey, hey, man. Hey, I'm sorry, man. I'm gonna have to Yo, that's it. If I get fucking interrupted one more <laughs> goddamn time, I swear to God, I'm hanging up. First of all, you Now, Mick, listen, man, you're driving a fucking monster truck. I got to go, man. Hey, I gotta right. go. Okay, I, all right, I, I, all right I, brother. I gotta hey, right. quick. The, I, uh, I gotta text Joe. He said he might call in in a few minutes. I gotta go. Bye. Bye. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, it's, I swear to fucking God, one more goddamn time and I'm out of here. Ray, you gotta keep these motherfuckers in check. Well, they're about to bounce out, I think, right? Is it the 619 number for people to call in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Although I'm trying not to answer while while uh, JR is talking. I, I don't want inter- to want a story to be interrupted. Listen, yeah, super I mean, the, the only reason I'm telling this long story now is I remember when I was listening earlier, you guys made a good point. We got 24 fucking hours, man. So it's no, we, we got, got 12, with some sort of content, 12 more hours. 12. Well, I mean, yeah, back I know. Then it was like <laughs> yeah. 22, you know, so somebody's sure. trying to tell a quick story. They're like, nah, bitch, stretch it out, man. We need content. Anyways, man. All right. So I'm going to try to cut this story short. Oh, wait, I was talking about the, the uh, crab feast. So um, in the first 24 hours, they sold like 50 shirts. That's unheard of. I had never seen anything like it. My emails going bling, bling, bling with orders. So from that point on, we established this relate this really good working relationship, and um, they're easily my uh, probably my friendliest and easy to work easiest to work with client, and they sell the most merchandise. So we have a great, great, great relationship. So that's it. So that's that's my involvement in this whole thing. Now Ray and I um, spent some time naked in, in L.A. Yeah. Well, but really, one on one in San Diego, you were actually oh, yeah. the first like death squad person I had ever met. Yeah. So um, I I had moved to Arizona about a year ago, and um, I don't. I oh, I was going to San Diego anyway just to visit a friend of mine. Yeah. And, um, I was hit Ray up. I'm like, dude, I'm going to be in the area, man. I know you live in San Diego. Let's get together. So we went to the bar, had some drinks, took some pictures, did a vine, and you know. Then we hung out in L.A. It was me, Ray, Yuck Nasty, Dogga Baby, Jill Himitsu, uh, Death Squad Arizona, and I guess that was it. But good times, man. Good group of people. Fuck yeah. Yeah, was, L.A. was fun. Bar was fun. You were the second. Mike Maxwell was my first. Uh-oh. Hello. This, I've been trying to call all morning. Hello. I, I've been listening to y'all talking, and I think it's full of shit. African American, and that's what y'all supposed to say now. We used to call them blacks back in the day. Hello, hello. I guess I'm talking to my damn self. What's up, Pastor Joe? Oh, okay. oh, Pastor Joe. We just got a a drive by Pastor Joeing. All right. Oh, oh. Pastor Joe. Yes, sir. I'm back. Hello. What's up, you old bastard? Yes, sir. How are you doing there, Mr. Drew Sample? Telling everybody to call in. Then I call in. I ain't trying. Can't get a hold of nobody with that number you gave me, you son of a bitch. 
Which number were you? Oh, the Green Bay number? I guess. Yeah, yeah. Green, Green Bay, I guess. Hello. Is that Mr. Dish? Oh, my God. Is that Pastor Joe? Hello, miss. Uh, how you doing there? You know, I got you an email. You to be shitting me. How That's are right. you? I ended How's up your yeah, I remember that bill you called me about. I ca- I paid it. Yeah, that's right. I left that job. I left that job. Now I'm in medical billing. How's your medical. bladder? You know what? How's I got a prostate. I got my prostate checked. You say you're in medical mm-hmm. billing. I got a bill. See, he went overboard. He went over like a few hours over, and so he's charging me. He said that I wanted. I wanted it done or something. I don't know. My nurse wasn't there, so I don't even know what happened. If you're looking to get probed for, like, cosmetic or personal purposes, we don't cover that. But if you needed it because you had a call-up, then we would cover it. It was really messy. He's nasty. I'll transfer you to Denise. Thank you for calling Blue Cross Blue Shield. can Can you transfer me to Dennis instead of Denise? I could, but he's on lunch. He's munching? That's pretty early yeah. lunch. Yeah. <laughs> it depends where you are in the country. We're not all, like, in Texas or where oh. you're from. Uh, I mean, I'm not... How are you? How are you feeling? Excellent? Yeah, no. see, I, yeah, I woke up this morning. It was really, uh, it was really horrible. The, the weather's got my legs just acting rheumatoid arthritis i'll transfer you to barbara and she'll hook you up with an appointment you have to pay a sliding fee scale it's it's so nice to hear from you all you fellas y'all take care now i got i gotta get going my my nurse is she's just waking up next to me right now i'll let you go nice you get at her like a honeybee to a flower See, this Parkinson's disease really helps me with my movements, you know. That's good. Put a drink in your hand. Make a martini. Put yourself to work. Shake it up. We'll talk to you later. All right. Have a good day. Bye, y'all. You too. Bye, y'all. Greetings from Texas. Bye. See you, Pastor Joe. Bye. Hello? (laughs) Hey, Mish, what's up? Who am I speaking to? At Ray Taylor, at J.R. Steiner. I love it. And who now? J.R. Steiner. Oh, hi. How are you? What up? (laughs) And we got uh, Drew Sample and No Susquehanna. Hi, Ian No Susquehanna. Hi, Jason. You want to talk to me for a while? Tell me what you're wearing. (laughs) I'm on the Ustream feed. Oh, She's on the phone, though. I'll get that one. Yeah, I'm on the phone. What kind of deodorant? You want to smell it? That voice just melts. Melts women across the airwaves. So, what's <laughs> going on this morning? I'm trying to figure out what the fuck I just listened to. I'm still, I have no idea. I'm still tripping out over what the fuck just happened. That's why I'm not saying anything, because I'm just waiting for more weirdness. That's what happens on the 24-hour podcast, man. Well, when I come on the 24-hour podcast, I figured it's the morning shift, and people might want some sugar in their coffee, or me, and uh, I recognize that guy. That was Pastor Joe from, like, such a long time ago, and uh, 
He, uh, I have a what? An encounter with Pastor Joe. An account? Encounter. Like I heard. Oh, he yeah. With One the time he called and, um, he called and I, and I called his line and he said he had a bill. And so then I just directed him to the proper places and procedures of paying health insurance. Dude, do you not know that's a bit? That's like super old. Well, I'm trying to figure out if your accent is real or if it's a bit. Because when you came on, oh, that motherfucker was doing like a joke voice. And then you come in with your with New York. Dick. So your your Boston. accent is 100% real. Boston. You're not still doing a bit? No, this is legit. Ooh, fuck, man. This are you are you old. married? Are you married or are you oh, single? My, yes, happily, like 10 years uh, this year. Does, does your husband talk like, like does, he has to talk like you because... Otherwise, that that fucking voice would drive a man fucking crazy, man. Charlie, Charlie, <laughs> then why didn't you do the dishes, Charlie? Oh yeah, no, like I would um, say that you're hundred percent correct. Like my voice could drive you to drink, but if you're in the area, you probably love it because you sound just like it. It doesn't even perk up anyone's ears. You guys like? Where are you out? from? I'm from uh, originally from Rochester, New York, upstate New York, but I oh. live in I live in Phoenix right now. Oh, that's cool! Like think New York has all different accents. I'm well, representing yeah. East Coast. What is but this? but your accent is so thick that I thought it was uh, I thought it was a bit because fucking Uncle Joe or whatever his name was that's doing a, a a voice. So I thought you he were doing, doing a voice. A voice. I thought you were just playing along. So you're the real deal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the real I'm deal, so dog. Sorry. You're the real deal. <laughs> so you're pretty close well, with a friend of mine. Uh, oh wait, uh, Ray Taylor. I can't smoke this tobacco on camera, can I? You can smoke tobacco. Okay. So um, I think you're close with a friend of mine. Uh, no sus. Uh, not no sus. a Death Squad Arizona uh, on Twitter. He talks about you all the time. Oh, does he? Um, now he participates in Open Mouth Monday, so we ride that train together. So do I. Oh, you do? Awesome. I really honestly to go. If I was looking at my computer screen, which Bitch, I'm going to hop on Don't pretend one. like you don't know me. Don't pretend like you don't know me. Don't pretend I'm not semi-famous, bitch. <laughs> you know who the fuck I am. I'm J.R. Steiner. I'm the only black guy that's involved in Open Mouth Monday. How about oh, that? Oh, you are? That big nose fucking oh. Humpty Dance is your chance to do the hump. I love it. I love it. Yeah, me, I'm usually just like uh, I'll be there after I take a shower. Heidi always starts it off in the beginning, yeah. tags me, and then I get in like mid afternoon because uh, I don't oh, do that no filter shit. Are you the one with the thumbs up in your profile picture? Yes. Oh, okay. yes. You look like trouble, girl. Are you trouble? I don't answer questions that I feel could be incriminated. <laughs> so I'm gonna brush that off, and we're gonna move. Jason, what's going on? Tell me about, uh, is the podcast, like, up and coming? Can I be a guest? Tell me about your new sneakers. How's your beard? Nothing. Am I too much for you guys? You all waking up or going to bed? I can't believe your accent is legit, man. Holy (laughs) fuck. You sound like a goddamn cartoon character. We will um, use this, oh, as a... Can someone cut and splice this, make this a demo reel, and send it to Ben Affleck yeah. for the next movie? 
Somebody, I know one of you uh, people out there can do it. He would probably throw a shoe at his. He'd probably burn his laptop after your voice came on. Because he'd be like, "Boom! This is it. What have I been using so far?" You're right? like a. You're like or am the, I delusional? You're like the death squad, Fran Drescher. <laughs> you know who Fran Drescher is, Mitch. I do. I remember, like, when our show was live on the air. So, like, I'm an old bitch who sounds like a cartoon character. <laughs> I like you. How do you like cool. that? How do you like them, Apple? No, I like you. But cool. I can turn this off, but, like, it comes out. The more hostile I get, the more it comes out. But if I'm laid back and chill, you might hear, like, the letter R once or twice, some enunciation. I can right. do it. Have you, um, uh, how long have you lived in Boston or in the area? My whole life. Really? Born and bred. I'm from the North Shore. So it's like seven minutes from Boston. And um, yeah. yeah, if you listen to the Fuck the Crab Feast, the Crab Feast, Jay Lawson, he's from my hometown. And Rogan used to live in my hometown. So like when they rag on us, Jay Lawson really has the only true like Boston accent that I've heard. Like, oh, I agree. Really good. I agree. Yeah, he's super good. Yeah, yeah it's, he's got a thick, he's got a thick one. Yeah. Wait, still talking about the accent, right? Penis joke. Hey, I was wondering if I hit a punchline, do I get like a drum roll, like a, or a, hey-o. do I get that? Did someone do that for me? You only got 15 minutes with me until the later hours of the afternoon. Then you I, can wish, I wish we could day. do sound effects. Ray, you don't have like a sound effects board or I, you're not really into that shit. I know. Uh, That'd be awesome. I got a few. Like a, yeah, a drop of water. Anybody get that? Did you pick that up? Yeah, sounded great. I have like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I got you know that. Oh yeah, we know what that is. <laughs> West Hollywood Bear is coming up. Oh, yeah. no, just an offended audience. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be a lot today. It's awesome, man. Yeah, so I got a few. That's really cool. Yeah. So what's up, Mish? Where are you on your way to work or something? Listen, what are you writing a fucking book? I'm where I have to be. <laughs> Just oh. talk to me. Uh, I'm trying to make a fucking conversation. The only thing I can think about to talk about is your fucking voice. But we've already discussed that. The the, I the can okay. Stuff for you. Okay, Here's my second question. Called- my second okay. question is, uh, 90% of your pictures don't show the top half of your head. Do you have something going on back there, like some uh, like some missing hair or some, um, like a, like the like an alien head or anything like that? No, but you know what it is? I like have mastered the art of the selfie where I could take it, crop it, and I know what looks best. Yeah. And so that's just how it happened to be. But uh-huh. I will, um, I have great hair and stuff, and so I will show you. I got great hair. Well, I'm losing my hair. I'm like... No, not gray here. Great. Like gay oh. plus well, beautiful. I'm losing yeah. my hair. I'm 31 years old. Oh. I have male pattern you, baldness bad, so I just shave like yuck, like yuck Nasty. Yeah. When I met Yuck Nasty, I uh, crawled into his bed that he was sleeping in and um, mm-hmm. rubbed my bald head on his head. We're like, we call each other egg brothers. Like we're, uh, we oh both have God. bald shiny heads. That's like the cone heads when they used to touch and then they like, Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. That's some sweet stuff. Is that what you do for fun? Oh, wait, well. 
No, I just, I wanted to make sure that my first time meeting Yuck Nasty was uh, memorable. So there's a video on YouTube of us meeting. Me, well, I took my shirt off and shit. It was awesome, man. Got in the bed with him. It was romantic. Wow. Yeah, it was fun. I just got out of the shower when all that happened. <laughs> Good times. You know, they have, they had that podcast. I'm assuming the data got lost, but um, they still haven't was put it out a yet. Hotel yeah. On like YouTube. Oh, no, it was on Ustream, and you all you guys were at, like, a hotel or something. Something like that. To call in. I think I called in. I uh, swear to God, that was, no, like, in the early, early stages. That was uh, Mitch Nutter film that. That was when we oh, were right. with Yuck. Yeah, so who's on the lineup? Who's coming up, like, for the next? You're talking you know, to him. We, like, look forward. JR's uh, doing it for a while, and then um, who's coming up Light after Mac, that? Well. Uh, Mike Maxwell comes on uh, ten to one, so nice. in about six hours. Little, um, and then after that, I think uh, what, what do we have? We, that's one more chunk left. So it's whoever calls in. That's like awesome. Jill and Jill and Yuck and Dogs will all be on for the end of it. Everyone um, keeping healthy, taking naps, drinking coffee, drinking water. Is this everyone's like good morning, or is it like I just woke up? Where's everybody at? I like I'm the only one that's freshly slept. I got about four hours of sleep just now. Yeah, I've been up since uh, eight o'clock yesterday. So yeah, I'm tired. Wait a minute, you didn't sleep before you started the podcast? No. Oh, so you're gonna be up over twenty four hours? Oh yeah, yeah, I'll be up. Oh, see, yeah, I tried to stay up uh, the night before, but I passed out last night, and uh, so and then I woke up at eight. So, wow. yeah, I kind of – it's been tough, man. <laughs> Fuck, yeah, man. But, Yo, you're you're a bad man. I used to work – I was thinking about this earlier as I was making my hot cocoa. I used – I've worked overnights a bunch of times in my life. Like I used to work uh, overnights at a gas station mm-hmm. and uh, it's a – that's a weird – that's a weird thing to be awake while everybody else is asleep. It's a weird feeling, man. You feel yeah. like a zombie a bit. And then I used to work at all different nuclear plants all over the country and um i worked overnights at every plant that i worked at so it's just a very strange thing to be awake for 36 hours you know yes yeah it is power plants are weird my dad uh he actually had to like help build a power plant he said it was the weirdest thing because after you did a little bit of work you had to wait like an hour for it to get inspected because everything had to be like inspected to like the certain protocol for like safety reasons yeah uh, yeah, fun story. Yeah. yeah. So no Susquehanna. What's good with you, bro? What's good, man? Shit, chilling, man. Just yeah, uh, man. I just woke up myself too. I took a little bit of a nap and then uh, came back in. So I'm I'm glad to finally chat with you. Um, uh, I've been hearing your name on podcasts for a long time, dude. Like like between the Naughty Show and like uh, Joey's podcast, like I you you've been around for a while, man. You've been you've been a part of this since my first day listening to podcasts. Oh shit, that's yeah. What's... Oh fuck yeah, man. I knew about you. I knew about you before I knew about any like um. You know how there's people that are commonly associated with Death Squad, like fucking. It was Monkey Todd in the beginning. You know what I mean? And then, like, you learn about Mitch Nutter, then you learn about Izzy Rock, and you start hearing these names on the podcast. You were, like, the first one, like, oh, no, Susquehanna, okay, I get it. Because I got the association with Joey's jokes. So, yeah, you've been around a long time, man. Yeah, this uh, this is uh, 
very cool community. I'm very glad mm-hmm. to be able to be a part of it and be able to meet so many cool people. Like yeah. everybody that's called in for this podcast, for instance, is you know, pretty much everyone's got linked up through Twitter, through the other Death Squad podcast. So it's a cool thing, man. We're never gonna get you you guys, you Ohio guys out here to LA, are we? I know we're not. Uh, I'll, I'll be out there at the end of the spring, actually. Oh, yeah, word? That's the game oh, yeah. plan. Okay. Oh, you two, uh, you two, um, uh, sample, uh, Drew, sample? Sample of Drew? Yeah. Hopefully the sample hour? Yeah, hopefully, man. Like, we'd like to get out of Ohio. Yeah. Well, if you guys do come out for some Death Squad shit, man, let me know. Um, and I'll come meet you guys out and we'll go to some shows and shit like we did with Ray and Jill and, you know. Sure, that's what's up. We'll have to get a big event going. Well, yep. to find out what the schedules are in the spring, like uh, what everybody's schedules and show dates are, try and line something up. So this, us meeting this last time, like what was the name of the of the meetup, uh, Ray? It had like a name. Did we have a name for it? Yeah, it was, it was like, just it, it was just LA. first annual Death Squad meetup or something like that. So after we did this, I was thinking like, <clears throat> We could make it a real thing, like not probably not an. Well, it'd be cool if it was an annual thing, and then so that way people could come from all over the country because these people like that come from the UK, like they or that are in the UK, Australia, they would love a thing to go to, like an actual plan thing where like I would probably call like Red Band or Tony and see if they could book a show, not just for us, but kind of centered around our meetup and made it make it a real thing with like advertisements and. Probably one of us would, like, figure out a tour, like, a way to, like, do, like, a, a club tour or something. You know what I mean? Something something official. Yeah. But I thought that would be cool to do, like, once a year and just call it the annual Death Squad meetup. And just so people can come from all over the world and come meet in L.A. and get to meet these guys and have a better chance. Like, I asked, um, I, think I asked. called a convention, maybe. Yeah, but it wouldn't be a convention because it probably be especially the first few years maybe 20 of us you know what i mean um but i had asked ari before he left la like hey man if a bunch of us like made an official thing kind of like how shroom fest is or what they want it to be um if we did like a thing would you do like lunch with ari one day you know and, and then maybe i can do lunch with joey the next day and he said yeah oh, yeah absolutely so you know they they'd be down to like hang out with us one-on-one for lunch or something like that you know maybe to book a show Mm-hmm. that'd be cool man fuck yeah yeah i'd love to do well that, i know so. w- when we were talking about that because it came up uh when we were out there and vicky was saying the perfect time that she thought anyway was uh the la pod fest so it's you know oh yeah a lot yeah. of those guys and that it's already a venue you know yeah yeah you're right actually i didn't that's a really good idea we would own i mean death squad would own that venue basically i'm sure you know I'm sure. Oh, yeah, 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 dude. There be a. There's a lot of like. Doesn't uh. Wasn't Kevin Smith's podcast there? Maybe that. Dude, I mean, that's definitely a, a big one too. They have a crazy audience of yeah. dedicated nerds, like comic book nerds, and well, and he tours too. He does a show. Oh yeah, live on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all over the I've place. I've seen it. I mean, he just releases all of his movies on video on demand now because he knows his fans are gonna buy it. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. He's smart, dude. He doesn't even have to go through the movie theater anymore. He's, yeah. he's like he's like a director. He's like the pot. He's like the how do I explain this? He's like the podcaster of directors. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he doesn't need to put a bunch of money into advertising because there's so many people out there that are going to get anything Kevin Smith puts out. 
that he's kind of like making movies like podcasts, you know, where he does his own promotion. It's pretty cool. Like 91, right? He's the, he's the master. How yeah. old are you? Who? You. Who's this? Bitch, address me by my name. Don't don't talk shit to me, bitch. If you're going to talk shit to me, you call me by my motherfucking name. You know my fucking name. Don't you. You don't know me, girl. If I know Mitch She's talking dish, about the Korean guy we have if, on the line named you. If I know Mitch the Dish's name, bitch, I know you know my name. Let's go. What's my name? Say my name. Say have my you name. ever met? Have you ever? You've been graduating because people. We're cynical. Yo, I can tell oh you you're in a fight. Yo, you one of them feisty. Yeah, yeah. You one of them feisty I love, chicks, man. You one of them I chicks. I love a good, yeah. You one so, of them chicks. You we'll need a good, like, throat to the, you need like a good hand to the throat every great once in a while. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> not to hit you because you hit you, you go to jail. But not a nice, strong, like, back you up against the wall and put your hand on your throat right. for a second. Just a yeah, and you know what I do? I come in with a fucking media nut. You come forward and elbow you up in the fucking jaw. Come across with my other fucking elbow and then straight in the fucking larynx. I can just see my hand on your neck right now, girl. Just looking like breathing, breathing in your face like, yo, bitch, who the fuck are you talking to? I can see it now, girl. I can see it. And I'd be like, squeeze harder, bitch, because you know what's coming. And I'd be like, oh, bro, I'm a city boy. Listen, I got to go. So if you want to harass me some more. Maybe like ten thirty, get ready, and then you can see me in the afternoon around one o'clock for uh, the stretch. Miss, you're crazy. Anybody else want to fucking have a melee call in then too, kid? I'll play <laughs> left and right. See, Miss, you you're making me fuck. Awesome. <laughs> All right, boys, try me, Spatso. Can I do that one? Yeah, it's good. All right. All right. All right. All right. Goodbye. Maybe we'll talk again later. Talk All to you right, later, Mitch. Ciao. All right, Mitch. All right. Bye, Mitch. Dude, that was fun, man. <laughs> this is fucking awesome. You listen to me, bitch. Bitch, don't try to pretend like you don't know who I am. You. I'm, I'm in the middle of all this shit, bitch. Don't How old are you? 31, man. Oh, you're not asking. You're, you're, yo, her accent is intense, bro. Yeah, man. Oh, uh, yeah. Mitch the Dish is one of a kind. Yeah, she's cool, man. But um, what the fuck were we talking about? Oh, the Death Squad meetup. That'd be badass to do that shit once a year. Yeah, yeah. and like have it be organized though. Like you know, because a lot of these UK guys or people from other countries, they're gonna need like people to kind of hang out with them all day. Hey, let's go to Venice Beach, almost like a tour guide. Yeah, so that'd be so cool to set something yeah, official. Yeah. Fuck yeah, man! Be be like host of the country in a sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Help them set up hotels and make yeah. sure that. Getting fucking mugged down on uh, Hollywood Boulevard, you know what I'm saying? I mean, y'all got that place through Airbnb. Yeah, Airbnb. It was nice. So too, we could get, we could even get like a couple houses. Oh, Airbnb. it was so nice, dude. When I went up in there, like it was legit, like a full kitchen. I don't know if you saw yeah. any videos or pictures, but it was, yeah, it was, legit. dude, it was nice and cheap. Like when they split it all, dirt cheap, man. Yeah, that's totally the move. That's what we did up in Toronto last year too for the High on Trees shows. They had a Ooh, lake. Who all went? Sweet. That was uh, a bunch of the Toronto guys that lived there through and on that, and then like had it all year. And so every time I went up there, that's where we all stayed at. Yeah, it's, it's definitely worth it to, for the meetup instead of everybody spending money on hotels to definitely pitch in and get the house like y'all did with Yuck. Yeah. Plus, like you wanna, you want to um, be close. Well, you guys want to be close to each other, man. You know, so like when I went, when, I didn't actually stay with them, but I drove in with uh, from Arizona with. Um, do you guys know Death Squad Arizona? 
Yeah, just on yeah. Twitter though. Yeah, so we drove in together, and um, but yeah, dude, that's the move, man, to get a whole. Oh, but what I was saying is. Like, it's cool to stay with your friends, like these death squad people, like to actually sleep with them, eat breakfast with them. Like, it's, it, it makes it feel like a family. Now, they had Jill Himitsu stay in there. She did all their laundry, dude. Like, she was like the mom. Awesome. Yeah. So, and she accepts that role. She's like, oh, you guys are my, you know, she was like yelling at dogs, you know, telling them to calm the fuck down and relax, you know, slow down so you're not stuttering. And uh, she was like the mom. So it's, it's. It's cool to stay with your brothers, your death squad brothers like that, like to sleep together, eat together, all that. Makes it kind of an event because, you know, you go, everybody go gets food. And then yeah, another good thing is better than hotels is you get left alone. Like, so everybody can blaze their trees. Yeah, whatever. Out. Yep. I mean, it doesn't matter like what time you come in at or what time you're going at. Like, yeah. it's, it's convenience in that regard. Yeah, it was well, nice I, tell, spot. I tell you what. Oh, what were you saying, Ray? No, go ahead. Oh, I tell you what, man. I'm never, uh, I'm never getting to you guys that late in a trip. They were so when me and Ivan came out, they had already been out there three days partying with fucking all the death squad motherfuckers, dude. They were dead, man. <laughs> like I barely got dogs to wake up and come let me in. It was like ten in the morning. I was all excited. I had my camera out, and everybody was dead, dude. Fucking obliterated. Just party too hard. Yeah, Shit, man. Yeah, yuck! Yuck said it best. It was like we were living our twenties again, but yeah. no recovery at all. And, and remember, like dogs has like they don't they don't party at all, man. No. Like their their drinking gets done on uh, the nights of the podcast. You know, besides that, they're family men. So them coming out there and partying for two, three, four days straight, staying up late, that shit takes a toll on you much quicker than when you're younger. You know? Fuck yeah, man. Yeah, it was tough. It was fun as hell, though. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, aside from being exhausted, it was, I mean, the reason why we were exhausted because we were having so much fucking fun yeah. staying up late. I mean, one of the nights we were up to like six in the morning, some shit like that. And yeah, it was, it was fun, though, you know. So it'd be good to do another one, man. Get like, <laughs> see if we can get like a mansion or something. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, if there's enough people, fucking, I'm yeah. sure you could. Yep. Who knows? Make some good videos. <laughs> Make some content. It's content. Well, that was the plan was to make a bunch of content. Yeah. But uh, like I said, what by the time I got out there, all your content making inspiration was gone. It was yeah. like, I remember talking to Yuck. He's like, yo, I don't plan on doing much, but like doing videos. And like he's like, I want this to be a productive trip. They didn't they didn't do one goddamn thing by the time I got yeah. there. Literally. No, you guys did record some sort of podcast. Yeah, we recorded a little bit. I mean, you know, we were uh, we were busy having fun. <laughs> Well, if, if like all of us end up meeting out there, like 20, 30 people, we got to make some content for real, you know? Yeah. yeah. The people want to see us, bro. The people that can't be here, they want to see us getting together. You know, they want to party through us. So, yeah, yeah. we got to make content. Well, now. part of that is some, some content we can't make just because of our real lives. Oh, <laughs> you know because of like careers and families and jobs yeah yeah <laughs> the, the outside world that doesn't revolve around stand-up comedy and podcasts yeah, the regular world so you know but yeah would definitely i think next time we probably will just because i think that was just more you know we're just getting to know each other it's the first time yeah. we'd all met so we were just having too much fun yeah you know fucking around so yeah you know whatever things Party happen. city yeah pretty much so EDBs is married, uh, Ray? Yeah. I didn't know that. Married and has a kid. 
So EDBs and Jill Himitsu have the coolest fucking husbands ever. Cause I'm not, I'm not, I wouldn't let my my wife, my wife go stay with you motherfuckers, man. Spend hanging out with you guys at night and shit. You know what I mean? Crazy ass death squad motherfuckers. Hell no, man. Uh uh-uh. uh. You guys are they? They got cool ass husbands. Now, uh, D Himitsu uh, actually came out here for I think his grandmother was passing away, and we got to spend uh, a bunch of time together. We went to the carnival. That sounds gay as fuck, but we did. <laughs> we went to the carnival. No, it wasn't the carnival. He's been out here called Oktoberfest. Uh-huh. So I took him out there. You know, just we kicked it all night, man. Had a good time. You know, we got on some fucking crazy rides together. So I spent some time with D Himitsu out here. That's cool. Yeah. Cool, man. You guys hold hands, get some cotton candy. No, no, no. It was it was it was cool though because he really opened up. Like, you know, when you're talking to people on Twitter, yeah. you know, you have kind of like this shield up because it's public, but when it was just one on one, you know, he told me, you know, just some real shit about his life. That's a real motherfucker, man. Yeah. You know, so it was good, man. Took a bunch of videos and he told me not to post them to Twitter, but yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> she comes out, man. She comes out. Yeah. Yes. What's your story uh, out there in uh, in Ohio, there, Drew? What's your What's your life like outside of Death Squad? Man. Well, Three. shit, man. So when I uh, I was listening to podcasts for a while, and I got an invite from our buddy Bender to come to like a Death Squad Ohio party when the first Red Band. Joy Diaz show came out. I met all those dudes and I got way too fucked up to like really like meet them. We were just all kind of fucked up. And then the, uh, the next time they came out, I'd actually, so I was actually working at uh, one evil telecommunications company. (laughs) Then I was leaving to go work at another and I forgot that I had a uh, public urination in my background. And I had my offer rescinded after I'd already quit my job. So I did what any logical human being would do. And I ate an eighth of mushrooms. <sighs> fuck I was going to do with my life. And then, uh, yeah, man, I cashed up my 401k. Uh, went to the next meetup, started hanging out with no Susquehanna. And, uh, yeah, dude, ever since then, we've pretty much just been fucking... BFFs for life. That's cool, man. <laughs> so no, I mean, you... it's been cool, dude. Then I started the podcast. Like I bought podcast equipment like a year before I started. Yeah. Just now, like the mixer that I set up tonight was like something I bought like two years ago, and I'm just now learning how to use it. So, yeah, man, it's been cool, man. It's just been something for like uh, I don't know, man. It was just something for me to just find a way to express myself man so it's been it's been a fun ride and that's the sample hour right that's the sample hour man my brother Wes and i will do it sometimes we have different work schedules but i've kind of been doing a lot of my own thing with it with uh just like pursuing things that i'm interested in because i didn't want to have like a podcast that like like look i, I like desk squad and stuff but it was just like i didn't want to just have like a fan podcast right so i wanted to like i wanted to establish myself outside of the community and uh, so, yeah, man, I've just been recently the latest thing is like I'll do stuff about like I'll do like a college football podcast, like everything like the whole idea when Jason and I were talking about it was like just use my last name and just make it like a sample of a bunch of different shit. So mm. there was no, the whole theme is is just a bunch of different stuff. So there's no there's no rules in a sense. Right. So uh, there's no set format. So it's been fun, man. Like this whole 
mean, shit, man. Like it's it's been a fun year. Like it's been like like it's funny. Like I'd never, man. I, I probably made last year like a third of the money that I was making because like now I just work like two part time. Like I work a full time job and a part time job, but. Like I, I seriously probably made a third of what I made the previous four years and had way more fun and actually like lived my life. So it's like been way, I don't know, man, it just like I, I realized the things that are actually important to me. So the things that actually matter in life and just start focusing on those things. So it's good to be able to do that, man. I mean, yeah, man, money is the least important thing in life. I mean, honestly, you need it to live. And uh, yeah, you're making less money, but you're happier. You're winning. Trust me, man. Fuck yeah. It's also too like just learning to start to do things on my terms, like doing things. Like, I mean, I texted Ray the other day. It's like, you know, okay, well, how could I, how can I monetize my podcast a bit, but not exploit you know, my listeners. So yeah. it was like, you know, I was looking into merchandise and like things that make you the most money. And like Ray, I sent Ray an article and he was like, yeah, I should check out this stuff. And it's like, it's cool to have people that are like have a community of people that are doing things similar to what you're doing, but not the same thing. You know what I mean? Like we're all of our podcasts are different. So it's easy for us to bounce ideas off each other. If I have questions about how you run your podcast or something like that, I mean, like it's, it's not like being in the landscape business because it's cutthroat. Like podcasts yeah. are cutthroat. There's no you're not trying to steal people's audience. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're not trying to steal their clients, essentially. So Exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> I mean it's uh it's a cool and also too, your listeners are choosing the content that like usually I think podcast listeners are smarter than the average person just because you're you're choosing what you're putting in your head. You're choosing what what like what information or what f- source of entertainment you have you don't we don't have commercials we don't there, nobody's trying to put like put thoughts in your head about go consume this product or anything like that like it's it's uh i mean it's uh i don't know i i guess my whole point is i, f- I feel like people think more who yeah. i mean there's still there's still those mindless podcast listeners but you know what they're they're developing their thinking skills yeah guys yeah, so I, I always want to talk about uh, Monkey Todd with people because that shit was a phenomenon. And when we were in L.A., like, nobody really, like, we talked about it a little bit on the podcast. But I'm like, first of all, where has he been? Second of all, what the fuck happened to when he, like, started getting in fights with people on Twitter and shit and, like, calling Rogan a f- closet faggot and, like, like, what the fuck happened to that dude, man? He was, like, when I first got into Death Squad, he was, like like the king of death squad. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would say he was the most notable person. They talked about him on JRE. You know what I mean? Like what the fuck happened to that dude? He got dehydrated. <laughs> he got dehydrated. That's right. Yeah, he did say that. Uh, oh, man. I, you know, man, I, I don't, don't know if anybody I, knows. I didn't really. even know who he was quite honestly. Like I didn't really? pay, like I didn't pay, like, man, I, I didn't pay co- close enough attention. Like I listened to JRE all the time. Yeah. I try to catch as many ice house chronicles as I could. But it was just like I just didn't have the time for like podcasts I listened to. Well, I could tell you it's it played a, a, a big part in the fact that people even know the Inspired Disorder podcast because um, I had tweeted Justin and I had been doing the show. We'd done a few episodes and then I put out like if you're a fan because I was watching Joe Rogan. And we changed the format of the show to so where we were just talking about Justin and I would talk about just whatever the fuck we're into 
whatever were you know movies we're watching whatever and i was into podcast i've been into podcasting forever uh talking about this ice house chronicles and um i had seen the episode i was watching live the episode that monkey todd was on where he you know flipped out where he's dehydrated and uh so after that there was a few people that had listened because uh postal poet who was on earlier um, him and Mish were the two first IDC podcasters. They they both they were the two first ones to have a podcast on IDC. And uh, Mick had done a blog about my podcast, so that kind of opened it up to a lot of other Death Squad people. Um, so when just Justin and I were talking about the whole um, Monkey Todd thing, then like everybody, because it was a crazy thing that happened. And because I watched it live, like, two days later, I went into detail about just my perspective of watching it. And, uh, you know, I I don't know where he kind of disappeared because when he went out to L.A., he deleted his uh, Facebook and his Twitter account. Um, so it was kind of a weird situation that, you know, he deleted those accounts and the next thing you know, he's in L.A. and he's acting really strange on a podcast um, yeah. and kind of freaking out a lot of the people that were on the podcast. Um, and then he, he disappeared for a while. And then when he came back, it was definitely a lot different than he was starting to talk a lot of shit, uh, started to talk a lot of shit about, uh, the IDC in particular, specifically, um, saying that we were trying to, you know, steal money from the death squad community and all this oh, kind of God. shit. So, and that was like, right when we were new, right when we were kind of, you know, the, the network was new. My podcast was, you know, people were just starting to listen. So it was like. This whole new community of people, um, the Death Squad community, and then the, you know, like you said, their so-called leader or the the guy that most noticeable guy in the community is starting to talk shit about, you know, this group of people that are within the community trying to do their own thing, trying to do their own podcast. So ever since then, I I had no desire to bring his name up ever again. Like, he doesn't exist. So that's why I try to... And a lot of people like to bring it up, which is fine. But, you know, it's... There was a few instances. Because it was one where he's, you know, that... And then he just went off on Izzy Rock one time. And it's like, you know, being disrespectful to his family and all that kind of shit. And then, you know, that was kind of... That instance was kind of one of the last, I think, big blow up things drama things on t- online it was just really interesting it was like one of the most fascinating things ever man just to watch a uh, a big time fan start he was like posting him and rogan's dms and and he was like yeah. calling red band names and it was just really interesting well man. he started he started the death squad movement when he was three years old he has it written down in crayon <laughs> that's, what he, that's what he says yeah man. yeah that's what he says it's it was crazy man when he went on his one of his rants like there was i had pages of screenshots of just him going like just i don't even remember all the shit um yeah like huge like all these conspiracies of like what we're trying to do and how he's he warned red band so many times that this was going to happen or some shit i don't know he i think he has he has problems man you know yeah so he must he must but I haven't, dude, dude. I haven't heard from him or, or seen him or anything like that. Yeah, me neither. But, you know, I also blocked him a long time ago, so <laughs> I wouldn't expect so wouldn't to see him. shit anyway. But, I don't know, that's that's my my relationship with Monkey Todd. Yeah. 
Yeah, I just, I figured since there were a few, you know, two other Death Squad, notable Death Squad fans, heavy hitters, figured I'd get their uh, take on it. But what's up, Jay? What's up? How you, how you feeling over there, bro? They can oh. definitely add their, their opinions to that as well. Ooh. Ooh. It looks like honey. Mm. Yes, sir. Some nice honey wax. So uh, out here on the West Coast, um, I get asked all the time, like, what are dabs or like, what are, what are, what, what are, uh, what's wax? This is how I describe, this is how I describe wax to people. And you tell me if it sounds about accurate, Jay. Wax is to weed what crack is to cocaine. Wouldn't you say? I'd say that that's accurate. I'd say that's a, as an accurate description. The way I word it to people a lot of times is that it is the equivalent of like ever Everclear grain alcohol. Yes, beer. yes, exactly, Where exactly. You just need like a little serving of it, and you will get very, very fucked up. Right. As opposed to like sitting there and drinking like exactly a dozen ten beers and getting a mild buzz. Like, yeah, I like that. A much more potent version of weed, basically. Yeah. Ray, have you ever fucked with uh, dabs or wax? Uh, just like vaporizer stuff. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah. I don't think most people know that, like are, crack are and cocaine are different. On the podcast, we what's up? People, what this is? Sure. Show oil rigs. I don't know. Sure, why not? I, don't know. For that. I mean, I guess if we get kicked off, we'll know. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I, I don't know how many Sorry, people yeah. are listening, and of those people, I don't know how how many are going to like complain. So I don't really use the shit. oil rig like this, and there's a titanium nail that you heat up, and then the smoke goes down through your chamber. Wow, this is for, t- for tobacco concentrates. Yes. Obviously, That's so cool, oh, man. Then <laughs> um, you just take a little bit of your concentrate, a little metal scooper. And you put it on the nail part that's heated up with a torch, and you basically inhale it through the glass water pipe. That's really cool, man. How about you, Jr.? You? No, you. I just started with flowers, bro. I mean, yeah. I'm talking like I just the first my first experience with marijuana was absolutely fucking terrible. It cost I was in, I had to go to the hospital. Um, cost me two thousand dollars because I didn't have health insurance and. Uh, it was not good, man. So I just started, and that was like two and a half years ago. So I just started with flowers, with the plants. So now I'm terrified of that fucking wax. I've seen, I've seen people who have smoked their whole lives pass out from taking dabs. You know, so I'm definitely not fucking with that shit. No. Yeah. Well, gents, wow. first gonna... of all, at some point, man, you got to come on my podcast, Sacred Plant Show, and tell that story about your first experience with. Oh, I oh I haven't even gotten into it, man. But I'd love to. I you know how the how how the JRE kind of made me feel better about how embarrassing the experience was. But yeah, it's I, I I people should respect the plant, man. It uh, it's not it can be abused, man. And you can uh, you definitely can't physically overdose. But I didn't respect it. That was my biggest thing, man. I didn't respect the potency of a of an edible high. I didn't know. That's the problem. I, and and the, the the guy who made him for me, he should have educated me, man. And I, you know, if I can help, you know, a person understand and kind of walk their way through edibles better than he did, because he he just gave me the fucking pan. He didn't say, oh yeah, you can eat too much and think that you're dying. You know what I mean? So, you know, people need to be more like shamans with that shit, even oh. with flowers. 
You know, people need to, you got to walk your brothers through it. Like, look, this is what you're going to go through. Make sure you have food. Make sure you're comfortable. I was none of those things. I had none of those things. So I thought the world was crashing in on me, you know, and uh, it's, it's a plant to be respected, man. It really is. Oh, for sure. 100%. People don't realize the rabbit hole they're going down when they get into the edibles game. And that is a big problem. I'm a huge weed advocate, but... I'm a huge edibles advocate, but you hit the nail on the head with a couple of points that you made that there's not a lot of labeling and consistency in the edibles game right now just due to it being a black market thing for the most part. Mm -hmm. And because of that, it's not standardized. There's not, you know, like good labeling. You don't know the content of a lot of the edibles that you get. And so that very much affects dosage. Do I eat this whole edible? Do I eat three? Right. you know, how is it going to affect me? And people don't realize that the chemical changes after you ingest it and your body starts to break it down. It like multiplies the strength. Oh, yeah. The weed that's in there. So, I mean, all those things added together and people can definitely get snuck up on. Yeah. Just get kind of overwhelmed by the edible. I've seen that happen a few times myself. And truth be told, it could have been dangerous, man. Like, uh, I mean, it felt as close to my brain frying and all my senses being shot. Like, uh, I could have easily walked outside and, you know, gotten hurt. And it's a thing that if if it's going to get regulated and it's going to be normal in this country, we do have to treat it with respect. You know, we have to we have to make people feel comfortable, like we make it so these stories are less frequent of people freaking out. And, you know, that's the best. I think that's the best way to get it legalized. Yeah. One of the best ways to help it get legalized is to treat it with more respect. You know what I mean? <clears throat> well, I think the more it becomes legal, you know, the states legalizing it, more states medically legalizing it, yeah. more it's easier for people. I mean, it's still difficult. A lot of people can't talk about it openly you know, because of their job and whatnot. So the more people can openly talk about it, then the more education comes out, you know. I mean, I'm sure, you know, after if prohibition for alcohol had lasted as long as it did and, you know, people would get their hands on some hard alcohol, they'd like fucking people would be killing themselves. Oh, yeah, man. Wouldn't know. They're like, I'm just going to fuck. I mean, people do that already, you know. But you're right, though. So, But I think, you know, the more education, more open people are able. I'm sure there's way more people that smoke than you think, you know, or that most people think it's just, nobody can talk about it a lot of the time. So that's, that's for me, like you said, JR, the, you know, when Rogan started talking about it, it was one of the first people to honestly speak about it Yeah, and not in, not like a stoner way, you know, in, in a, in a, like an educated adult adult manner. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you know, that's that in, you know, Kevin Smith as well, you know, talks about it. And there's, there's a lot of these guys that, that have podcasts and voices are, you know, communicating about it in a, in a more, you know, honest way. So that's a big thing. Like not just podcasts, but people that are successful in what they do that are just not the fuck up stereotypical stoner. It's important when those people use whatever platform they have to go. Yeah. I use weed all the time. And yeah, I'm still successful and I'm still a good person. Yeah. Then with that spotlight, that kind of changes the opinion of people who may sit on the fence about the issue that don't necessarily use it themselves. I think that's a very big deal. So, I mean, definitely big props to people like Rogan, who very well could just quietly have smoked weed under the table this whole time. 
but instead he's been right up front with it and, you know, has a million people to see what he does. And so I think that really helps out legalization from a grassroots level, just changing minds, changing opinions on the issue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You are absolutely right, my friend. Yeah, you had mentioned me coming on and telling a story. I'd love to come on and tell a story. I'd love to, man. You just let me know. Hit me up on Twitter and uh, DM me, and we'll schedule it, man. I'd love to. How often do you do your podcast, Jay? Um, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Ray's going to have laughs over this. <laughs> All right. Got a fuck ton of episodes recorded. Yeah. Only released like a half dozen or so far in the last two years. Like, I've got tons Why? of content on the shelf. Um, well, shout outs to Drew Sample. He does all the production, all my editing, all everything. Uh-huh. Uh, I know nothing about the tech side of this shit, but it took me a while to figure out how I wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. Like it started out, I had access to do podcasts with the Izzy Rock. Like when he started his podcast a few years ago, we were both going out and, uh, you know, being at these interviews after shows. And so I recorded some content too. I knew I wanted to do something, you know, related to weed, like a weed related podcast. Right. So I started recording episodes and then it took a while before I became comfortable doing it and figuring out, okay, this is how I want to do it. This is how I go about it. And then at that point I had like, I just recorded an open-ended podcast and kind of edited it down to an hour of like manageable, usable content. Mm -hmm. And so it takes a while to edit down the old stuff because it was all over the place because I really wasn't very good at it. And, uh, you know, it just took a while to get the first, you know, half dozen episodes out. And then I ended up traveling a lot last year and just really didn't have time to dedicate to sit down, get my old episodes all the way edited, get the production done, and have them posted. And so I've just now started to get, like, caught up on that. Like, I moved into a new house last year, too. So in the middle of a lot of travel last year, there's just a lot going on. And so now a lot of things are situated, and I'm looking to release a lot of the old episodes soon. Cool. Very cool. Yo, I thought you were going to sleep, Drew. I, I could have sworn I heard you say, well, guys, well, no, I, had to, I, had to, I had to take a shit. Oh, I'm probably yeah. gonna go. Get, I'm probably gonna go get some breakfast in a bit. Then I'll jump back on. Fuck, I'm having so yeah. much fun talking to you, Jr. It's that like sounds, that sounds good as fuck, man. The nice thing is, like, it was so crazy with Yuck on because it's just like Yuck so crazy. Yeah, uh, it's like more chill and relaxed. Like these are like the podcasts that I typically do. It's like <laughs> chill and relaxed. Not a hundred fucking people calling in and yeah. I Yo, mean, but that but that was fun too. But every you know how it is, man. With a yeah. big thing like this, at Ray's doing the first four hours is going to be insanity because everybody's excited. I called in, you know, I was I was telling a crazy story about Yuck having a chainsaw vibrator, and that's how he burned his house down. And uh, yeah, man. So yeah, now it's chill. I know fucking Ray. Yo, Ray, you are the man for this shit, bro. This is like I I haven't really heard anybody say much of that. You're the fucking man for this shit, man. You're like um, you're a great fucking thinker and a great planner and. Dude, I'm going to tell you something that you inspire me, man. Inspired disorder. Holla. <laughs> but you inspire me, man. You set up your tent at Ray at night, the event. Yeah, yeah. 
Dude, I start I've started like measuring and developing a booth like similar to yours. Um, but I forgot to tell you, you inspired me to start that. Sweet. Like I've already invested in apparel and uh I've already designed my banners. It's gonna be like real free thinking shirts because one thing's that one thing that I miss doing is I own a t-shirt printing company and I print for other people like podcasters. I printed the shirt Ray's wearing, I printed um Yuck Nasty in them shirt, but I I haven't had my own merchandise. So seeing Ray set up his tent at the Ray at Night event and selling his art, I'm like, you know, I want to do that too. So I've started planning to um get it set Izzy up. Rock. Yeah, man. Yo, this is Izzy. Yeah, was good, man. Izzy's like Izzy, like this is what I told Izzy. I'm like, yo, you look scary as fuck, but your voice is so gentle and so sweet, man. <laughs> He's like, yo, you're like the scariest teddy bear I've ever seen in my life. What's good, Izzy Rock? What up, y'all? What up, man? About two hours away from getting off of work. Yeah. Oh, we yeah, were man. just talking about you, dude. Yeah. Oh, shit. Hopefully it was good. Always. Of course, man. All right, guys. I'm getting breakfast. <laughs> Love you, Izzy. I'll talk to you later. All right, Drew. Drew Sampling. What's, what's up, good, fellas? Izzy? Yeah, what's good, man? We're just over here talking about... uh you know how scary marijuana can get especially with edibles and the, you know the respect we should pay to it and uh just shooting the shit man it's a 24-hour podcast hell yeah man how's ray doing is he seeing uh stars yet nah he looks good man i'll be honest with you i thought i was gonna log in and he was gonna be well, actually drew was falling asleep before ray drew's got no fucking he's got no he's got no excuse ray has been up he's been up probably about in two hours, it will have been. He'll be. He will have been awake for twenty four hours. In two hours, he's still got another twelve to go after that. So, yeah, he looks good, man. He looks good. Well, yuck, oh, yeah. yuck ran most of the beginning. So, since he had to go take his kid to school, I'm like, all right, I can do this. <laughs> so I'm doing it. We'll see what happens in like another hour. I'll just crash. But you know, for now, I'm, I'm okay. Well, I, lo- I love keeping up with what everybody's saying on Twitter, and I only got a couple minutes, so I'm, I'm not going to stay on too long because uh, I have to get back from lunch. But I love what everybody's saying on Twitter and the support that everybody's given the yuck. And this is like this is community. Yes. Like a, a lot, a lot of us don't have those people around us. We might be like the outcasts or weirdos in the people uh, around the people that we work with or live around. When we come together like this as a community to raise yeah. money for somebody who's hurt, like this shit is the perfect example of the next stage in our evolution as a species where we're like, we don't like our neighbors, fuck them. We got friends all over the place. Yeah. So I, I, I love to see it, man. I love it. It's crazy. And the amount, and I mean, let's be honest, man, the, the sheer, the amount of money, let's just put it out there. It blew me the fuck away, man. Like, People really looked out. People really opened their pocketbooks and and looked out for Yuck Nasty. And uh, I mean, I'm I'm completely blown away, bro. Completely. And we are yeah, currently dude. at. I, I'm going to be on later on this afternoon uh, at, at 4 p.m. Eastern. I'll be on uh, for for a couple of hours. And I want to I want to if anybody's out there listening, I want to tell you guys what I got. What I got coming up at that time. I'm going to auction off an hour on my podcast so if you want to get on and promote your shit if you want to get on and just shoot the shit an hour on the podcast dan worms did it last year let's get somebody else to do it this time and i also got uh some death squad merch so i'm super excited to get on and talk to everybody and and get off work i thought i was going to get off work early but 
not going to happen. Those bastards. Don't they know? See, what time are you going to go on there and do that? <laughs> always grinding, man. Always get, always trying to get that get that money. Yeah, man. It's going to be on 4, yeah, man, 4 Eastern, right? You, uh, yeah, 4 p.m. Eastern. 4, 4 to 6, I think, is what uh, Jill asked me. And, um, yeah, I'll go home and get a couple hours of sleep. Because I work, uh, I work late, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I saw everybody on, and it, like there was so many people on, I was like, I'm not gonna call. You Yo, know, it was man. ridiculous, dude. Yeah. It was ridiculous. <laughs> it got a little crazy. So, Jr., how you been, man? Good, man. I'm glad to finally talk to you, man. Yeah, I'm good. Life is good, man. I'm living a fucking dream right now, bro. Like this. I bet you, know, you are, you know, dude. I, I love seeing your vines, man. Yo, the one, the one with your son where his mouth was fucked up. Yo, your kids be having me laughing, bro. And yo, the Twizzler shit. Yo, I'm telling you, I have thought that about red vines my whole life. You guys Who are the fuck crazy. can eat red vines? Red vines. Human you beings. Know what red vines is red vines is if Twizzlers were alive, that would be what their shit would be like. You know what I'm saying? Like but Twizzlers I love that would shit. shit red vines. You know, nah, red vines are fucking gross, man. They taste like a boot. They taste like a mock out of Twizzlers, man. So there's classic, something wrong man. They with taste you like classic. They're fucking disgusting, man. But I'm good, man. I'm glad you called in, man. I've been I've been waiting to talk to you for a long time. Oh shit! I, I told you, no, I'm not. I'm just straightening up, fellas. Relax. No, Ain't no. We got we up, got man. somebody special on the line here. Low yeah, animal. Yeah. Hey everyone. Yo, low animal. Who's, who's that? Low so, animal. Yo, low animal. That's what you look like. What's good with you, bro? Oh, <laughs> shit. Hey, what's up, everyone? Yo, what man, up, man? How you doing? Up, in LA, we were talking about you, man. They said most of them said they had never really seen what you look like. You good looking dude, man. Yeah, only one person I've only met with so far, which is Heidi, and I met her on uh, Christmas Eve. Well, low animal. We've been trying cool. to get you to come out to these comedy shows for a while because we meet up out here in Arizona. We go, we go, we we did um, Tony's show. Um, we've been trying to get you to come out, man. You think we can get you to come out in 2014? We need you to make a resolution, low animal. Let's get it. I think uh, I'll be able to, you know, I've been getting better at uh, actually meeting people and stuff, talking to people. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I think it's a big possibility. Well, that'd be cool, man. 2014 is uh, is is, is going to be our time. That'd be cool if you came out, bro, because you're a, a very active part of this community. And, you know, it was it was a little bit strange meeting everybody for the first time um, as, it, out here in Phoenix. Um you know, because you got some shy people in the group, but you know, eventually, now that we've all met a few times, it's like we're fucking family, man. Like we all chat with each other on Twitter and shit. So you should come out, man, if you can, if you can. Yeah, uh, recently, you know, uh, I've been doing some stuff. You know, I'm trying. I'm trying to get a job. I'll probably have a job in the next week or two. You know, so I'll actually have money to do stuff. Yeah. You know, hopefully it goes well. Hopefully I can handle it. Well, that would be cool if you came out, bro. And uh, I'm sure we're gonna end up doing like a mini trip uh, to the to Cali or LA sometime this year. So maybe we can get you to come out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I would. I really want to. You know, just the yeah. nerves. You know, nerves always get the best of me. Yeah, but I'm telling you, do you? I don't know if you can talk about it. Are you like? Do you smoke at all? Like, do you partake? No, in I that? don't. No? Um, okay, because I was saying that shit helps a lot. Before. Yeah. yeah, I know. I mean, I, I would if uh, I had the money, I guess. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, you know, I don't have a job, so. 
Yeah. I don't, but I know it would help me a lot. I know it, it does, would. bro. You know, when you when you get it in your system, it changes you. You know, I, you probably agree with me, no Susquehanna. Like when it gets in your fat cells and gets in your system, it becomes a part of you, man. And and you realize that life ain't that fucking serious, man. Like the shit that you would be nervous about that wouldn't bring you out, little animal. That shit goes away when you have a good amount of weed in your system. You, you it just makes you look at life differently. Like this shit ain't. There's it's not that serious. You know what do you think, Jay? Oh, 100%, dude, 100%. Yeah. I mean, I'm not against it, you know, but, uh, yeah, I just haven't. I never tried it before, but I, I think it would really help. The plant changes you, man. It changes your your perspective on the world. You start to look at things completely differently, and none of this is that serious, man. It, it, you know, we're and we're all connected, dude, too. Like, when you get a good high, like the type of high where it feels like your whole forehead and around your head just has like a bowl of cotton on it and and you start getting really introspective you really start to realize that this shit is it this thing is short man and 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 we got to fucking come together and that's why I'm glad that Death Squad has um is such a really good community cuz we're all in this shit together man Fuck yeah hey hey guys I'm going to take off uh Jason you take it easy man I'll talk to you later JR you take it easy low yeah. Ray all you guys out there listening Donate just a buck. If you have a dollar, just give a dollar. But if you have more, give more. You know? Fuck yeah, man. But uh, 4, 4 p.m. Eastern, you fuckers, get on and listen. I'll, I'll be on. Love <laughs> you guys. All Fuck I'm yeah, doing that, Izzy. Have a good rest of your day, man. Yeah, man. All right. Later, brother. See ya. Yeah, take it easy, Izzy. Izzy reminded me of something when he called. Uh, he's auctioning off some Desqua memorabilia, I believe, when he comes on in the afternoon. What is it? Uh, he's got some posters, I believe. Uh, I'm not sure exactly, so I'll let him go into that when he comes back on air. But we also have, like, I got a list of stuff here that I didn't get to Joe in time to get on the website, like the pictures. But I'll post on Death Squad Ohio here uh, this morning, here in a few minutes. But... Let's auction this stuff off, and whoever is the high bidder um, will mail this stuff out. Um, hey, how can you tell what people are auctioning for? Like, do you have them put a thing on their donation, like a note, like, hey, I want this thing? Yeah, yeah. I think that's – everybody's doing it different. Um, okay. So, but yeah, if there's something specific that you want, because um, there's been a lot of stuff offered uh tag make sure you have at least your you know twitter or something like that and then uh whatever it is you're you know either bidding on or whatever um just put that in the comments or whatever after you donate hey go ahead jay i'm gonna go make some more hot cocoa go ahead and start the auction all right so first up we have a duncan trussell signed little hobo poster so that's one of the big posters like the duncan has had on his site before and the second thing is the Joey Diaz, Ari Shafir, 2012 Chicago show poster. And these are all signed, by the way, by the comic on the poster. We also have the Death Squad Ohio Super Show poster from last fall. And those are signed by Red Band, Tom Segura, and Christina P. And then a Rogan, Trussell, and Diaz signed Atlanta show special poster. And that's a Mike Maxwell poster. He also signed that. Uh, then also the Rogan Trussell Diaz Chicago 2012 Mike Maxwell poster. 
That's just the poster signed by Mike Maxwell. And then we have a large Duncan Trussell Family Hour logo poster signed by Duncan. And then also I have a pile of out-of-print Death Squad Cat number 2 stickers uh, from Red Band, and those are also up for grabs. Nice. So I guess what we'll do is I'll post an individual picture of each of these on Death Squad Ohio within the next hour or so, Mm -hmm. and everybody can bid on whichever individual package they want. Uh, high bidder by the end of the podcast. Uh, you know what, Jill Hamitsu email you. I talked to her about this before. She was one that, you know, help out on that, I believe. And we'll get the poster sticker package sent out to you. So if you want any of that stuff, look for the Death Squad Ohio feed and then donate to GoFundMe Yuck Nasty account. Look, yeah, and you go do that at GoFundMe.com slash YuckNasty, two S's in nasty. And JR is grinding up the <laughs> bodies from his kill. So is that the, the donation thing? Is that the highest bidder? Or is it like you donate anything and you get entered into a drawing or something? Uh, for that one, it's going to be high bidder. Mike Maxwell's giving away stuff, and he's just going to put all the... All the donors in a in a bucket and pull out some names just to give out everything. And, yeah, and actually we'll, awesome. we can probably throw in some more of the stuff in the next too. But the stuff I just listed that will be high bidder for each item. And then also uh, my homie Joe Rangatang in Toronto, uh, the founder of High on Trees. We uh, got a discussion in last night. We also want to put up for auction um, VIP ticket package to any of the High on Trips events this year, either in Toronto at the Underground Comedy Club or in Ohio with the hot comedy shows. And if anybody wants to bid on that, we're just going to do you know, tickets, VIP experience to the show, like if you follow the High on Tree shows, you know what goes down there, and you'll be well taken care of. Let me just word it like that without going too far into it, but you'll be <laughs> well taken care of. You'll get first row seats. You'll get all that, the complete VIP High on Trees experience. And so, again, high bidder on that. Um, and we'll work with that person afterwards to select which show they want to go to. And all that, we'll work out the details, whatever the winning bidder wants to do, we'll do our best with that, either in Toronto or Ohio. And so that's the uh, High on Trees package that you can bid on as well. Nice, man. I think that we will... uh, I think I'll probably just hashtag that on the Sacred Plant Show, or maybe I'll have Joe do the High on Trees account, but... Um, high bidder on that as well. We'll get that. So, sweet. That's the stuff that we have up for auction right now. Um, anybody that wants to add or ask any other questions, hit me up on Twitter at no underscore Susquehanna. Yeah, get to bidding. Good morning, Jill. Good morning Jill. boys. Hi, Jill. There's my little animal. <laughs> Good morning. Doing, Jill? I'm tired. <laughs> I got a little deuced up last night, so. It's all right. 
Uh, yeah, but then I had to get up and be responsible this morning. Yeah, I'll have to do that soon. It's overrated. <laughs> it is so overrated. Yeah. So, so what have I missed in the hours in which I was being a normal person and sleeping? Um, a lot of stuff. Uh, one of dogs or one of uh, Yuck's friends came on and told a bunch of stories about dogs. Who and- came on? I can't remember his name. Was it Dice? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was Dice. Oh, I missed Dice. Yeah. Shout out Dice V Dub on Twitter. Yep. And, yeah. And uh, Paul DeWalls. I love him. <laughs> He's a good guy. Uh, What's up, JR? Hey, Jill, you know I spent some time with your husband out here in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. We had some good conversations, man. He's a good dude. He's um. Has he left us permanently on Twitter? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I mean, that's, you know... He made he made the choice to leave, and uh, you know he did it for a positive reason. Though it's a hundred percent, you know, it's a hundred percent positive reason why he wants to get off of Twitter, and I don't blame him honestly. So, but is he up? Where is he? I um, yeah. we, uh, we are actually in, uh, not currently together. Oh shit! Okay, Death Squad exclusive. God damn. Okay. Well, my bad. I just have you talked about that on any podcast? Or does anybody know? Oh man, I'm really sorry to bring that shit up. Well, <laughs> D, D Himitsu, if you're listening, I love you to death, brother. And uh, yeah, I, I had a good time with you out here in Phoenix. But um, he's not yeah. awake though. Well, no, he is probably awake going to work. Okay. Now you look like uh, you look like you just woke up. You got lipstick on or something like that. No. Oh, okay. You just got beautiful, the beautiful rosy lips, girl. The beautiful, the beautiful rosy lips, woman. Oh yeah. So um, turn red on camera. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you guys are ha- look like you guys are having a good time earlier, Jill. Um, oh, I was I, I was watching. I watched for about seven hours straight, actually, till I went to sleep and then woke up for this. Yeah, it was uh, it was a bit crazy. It was, was insane. Uh, a little bit. I, I don't usually partake in the partying on a Tuesday night, but I can't help it. When you put me in this group of people, like it's yep. like being, it's like you're sitting in the living room with all my friends. So yep. They're, they are a good group of people, but when you have that many people on, it's like really only like two or three people can talk at once. The rest are just listening there, but they're on video sucking up the goddamn bandwidth. Uh, Yuck Nasty and, uh, cause Jill, I know, I know you weren't watching live, but I was. Yuck Nasty and Dogs, they were having some major technical difficulties in the beginning. They got it oh, figured yeah. out, but yeah, it's, it's it tough, happens. man. When you're trying to organize an event this big, um, it's tough to keep all your ducks in a row, mm-hmm. you know? Oh yeah. Oh, I know it. Well, I just wanted to call in and say hi, see what I was missing, see if anybody's been checking the grand total. No? Right? Oh, Have you been checking sorry. the grand total? I did earlier, but I don't. Let me see. Hold on. We are at, well, at least for the GoFundMe account is at $6,735 at GoFundMe.com slash YuckNasty. Two S's in nasty. So how long has this uh, 24-hour been going on? Well, oh, 13 and a half hours. Yeah. 13. Nice. Um, I heard that um, Bert tried to call in, but that he couldn't. Yeah, well, th- because the number, that original number Yuck gave out was the wrong one. He's the okay. two numbers. So they Lucky gave Bert. They gave Bert the, call in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll text him. But he got yeah. the wrong number. So I'll text him and see if I can get him to call in. Well, yeah, that would be amazing. 
You guys get Red Band or anybody else to call in like last time? Uh, we we actually called into the Naughty Show. Um, Sam nice. called in. Gareth was on for a while. Um, and Eddie Bravo called in. Eddie Bravo, oh, wow. MMA roasted. Yet, the Flying Jew. Yep. The Flying Jew. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, oh, Mike Maxwell called in oh, yeah, for Mike a little Maxwell. bit. Yep. Who's actually going to be hosting uh, the 10 to 1 p.m. shift? Mike Maxwell is a motherfucking heavy hitter. Did you see him on, uh, I believe it was JRE, or no, the Ice House Chronicles, where he's talking about yeah. the guy who like stole his art. That was fucking cool, man. Mike Mike Maxwell is out there. Yeah, um, it's not that old, man. It's maybe within probably five to six episodes ago, and uh, he was on there talking about the plagiarism with his work. And uh, But yeah, he's sitting right oh, next yeah, to Rogan. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that one. He's talking about his skull paintings and stuff. It's crazy, man. He texted Rogan. We both messaged Rogan and asked him to come on. Yeah. Yeah. I remember uh, he was on an old episode of Vice House Chronicles, like one of the first ones they did before they actually got into the building where they were talking outside of the place. That was the first time I've ever heard of him. He brought them in here. Rogan brought Mike Maxwell into the (laughs) the whole group thing there. It's pretty cool. All right. Well, I'm not going to cut up. I'm not going to use up all the bandwidth. I'll send some messages, see who I can't get on. Church starts in about 28 minutes, so I'm sure that – I'll hit the chat rooms and send everybody over here. And I called Joey, but he didn't answer. So you're a bad but, bitch, Joe. You've been doing a lot of work on this shit, man. I respect uh, you and you. Ray for putting all this shit together and uh, showing Yuck Nasty so much love. That's fucking cool to you guys, man. Seriously. Yeah, thanks, Ray Joe. is the man. Yeah, we're, I have to say. We're making it work. We're making it work. Very cool. Yeah, yeah and Positive. thank you to Ray, too, for doing all this. 24 hours again. Yeah, shit is ridiculous. There's something wrong with my brain, guys. There's something he wrong is, with me. Yeah. Gonna, <laughs> I already set up the appointment. We're going to go get a mental health screening. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah. Well, Let's it's really about that, that beard of his. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's sucking okay. the brain cells out of my head. Let me know if you guys need anything. Otherwise, I will be in and out of here all day, I'm sure. And, uh, uh, and I will be back for the last hour, probably. All right, Jill Hemitsu. All right, Jill. Talk to you later. Bye. Yeah, buddy. And there she goes, you guys. That was Jill Himitsu. No, Susquehanna, what are you doing over there, bro? What's good? I'm still posted up over here in the smoke (laughs) section. I'm surprised I can still see you. There's not enough smoke. And oh, there you go. <laughs> he's like, he's like, well, well now that you that. mentioned it, uh... <laughs> let me fix that. Yeah, man. there's a little more for you, little animal. Ray, you don't, uh, you don't really uh, mess around on camera too much uh, tonight. You know I, no, I mean, you don't really like do your thing on camera too much, do you? I don't even know if I can say it. Like what, you know? Oh, no, no, no. I mean, I try not to. I try to keep it, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. I put Ray on too. Can I talk about it, Ray? A lot of people uh, can't go on record on camera Mm -hmm. the way they would like to due to the fact of 85% of asshole companies in this country. Yeah. And that's still a real big problem that a lot of Canvas users have to, like, grapple with. It's changing, though. Maybe versus you know what repercussions that may have financially in real life so it's kind of a delicate balance for a lot of people and i know 
you know, the stigma's changing, especially now Colorado, Washington are on deck with full legalization. And, you know, we're a couple weeks into that and, you know, everything's still standing. Colorado has a firm to the ground. Like, it's, it's working out okay. So as that goes further along, people are going to be more comfortable with being open about it. But, you know, right now, not everybody's in a position where they can just blow clouds on screen like we've been doing all morning so yeah. far. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, the world's changing around us, you guys. Um, you know, this whole gay marriage thing, uh, that was the first, I would say for me, the first realization that this whole, the system of doing things, they're not going to be able to hold on to it forever, man. So, you know, eventually gay marriage will be legal all over the country and so will marijuana. It's just, it's just inevitable. Who's calling it? Who's calling it? Hey, there you Dirty Devo. <laughs> the Dirty D. What the, is good? Stan? What's good, bro? I be seeing you on, uh, I be seeing you on Vine, don't I? Yeah, I be seeing yeah. you too. Yeah, what's good, bro, man? How you doing? I'm good, man. Life is good. Ray asked me to um, help him host uh, the 4 a.m. to whatever slot. And uh, we just been out here shooting the shit, man, talking about this community, talking about marijuana, talking about how talking about how we can't talk about marijuana. You know, yeah, it was just I, that's what made me want to call in because there's another aspect a lot of people don't forget, too, because like I'm in a professional uh, environment as well, but also a parent. Yeah. So if you're a parent and you're also an active parent in like your school community, like I like to co I'm, I'm a head coach of a basketball team for first and second graders right now. I do little league, um, really active with my kids. So it's another aspect I can't talk about because I don't know how other parents are going to react. Um, cause I, I've spoken with other people who aren't parents of kids my age, but their kids are actually older. Mm -hmm. So that parent type comes from a different generation and, and they look at it still like it's an illicit drug like it's this really bad thing because they grew up for 50 years of being ground right. in their head that it's not even their fault thing. yeah yeah um, it's just a miseducation thing that's really all it comes down to and again no susquehanna and i were talking earlier about the uh the respect it doesn't it, it doesn't get tr it doesn't get really get treated with respect one i would say because let's be 100 percent honest a pretty high percentage of your typical stoner are fucking morons. You know what I mean? They're not really doing shit with themselves. You know, they're just loafing around. Well, those so, are yeah. the ones that don't mind people knowing because they don't have anything exactly. to lose, you know? So that's a huge issue with it being more commonplace is that um, the, the outspoken masses about marijuana are the typical potheads. But then you got guys like Rogan and a lot of people in this community that are really helping change the way that it's viewed by the world. So, you know, uh, Dirty, wouldn't you agree that probably in the next, eh, let's say like 30, 40 years, that perception is going to start changing? Yeah, I mean, I see it already. Um even with some of the older people that I thought I would never I, – I live in Massachusetts, so it's a pretty liberal state. But even yeah. when it comes to like, – it's decriminalized here, so – and they have the medical marijuana passed. And right now they're trying to put on the ballot to legalize along with Maine and Vermont. Um, they want to jump on the bandwagon too. But there's still a lot of people that have a lot of that conservative mindset. Even though it is a liberal state, when it comes to drugs, they, they're automatically turned off without even listening to anything. Um, they just hear drugs and they're like, oh, no, hell no. Um, but I do see it. I see a lot of people that I, I never would have thought I see change. Um, and within the recent – within the past couple of years, like yeah. I've been having discussions with people where they were like totally against it. Now they're like, 
you know what, now that I've, I've actually listened to the argument, I've actually read and actually understand a little bit better, my mind is starting to change. Um, now, just, just, let, just let a few of these people who work in corporate America who are terrified of marijuana, let them have about three successful, normal friends that are like, yeah, I do it. You know, that would change the stigma. That would start rolling. That would start the snowball rolling to changing the perception of marijuana in this country. You know, Joe Rogan, same thing happened with Ray. Ray and I have very similar stories. Joe Rogan was the first person I ever heard talk about marijuana in the manner that he does. Yeah. And it it fucked my head up. I'm like, oh, that doesn't make sense that it's illegal. It doesn't kill anybody. You know, it. it but alcohol does. Shit that's legal does. So then... At that point, that was when I said, I'm going to, and I, I started my business, JR Customs. At that point, I said, I'm going to go ahead and start. And man, it's been a fun fucking ride. And no, it isn't what people say it is. You know, it's it's not this scary drug. If it's respected and, and used almost like a shamanic herb and you have somebody walking you through it, like, hey, listen, you know, this is what you're going to go through. This is exactly what it's going to be like. Just make sure you're somewhere comfortable. It would it would get a lot more respect. Yeah. And, and everybody's different too. So like, yeah, I realize that. Yeah, we, people, different people react differently. To me, like, I'm wired differently. Me, it, it zones me in. Like, I, I work in IT, so I'm in front of my computer all day. Like, I get high. I, I can zone in on an issue, and I can I can troubleshoot. That's what I do. I mean, so to me, it's completely different. I'm, I'm not doing it recreationally to say, oh, man, I'm fucking I, bro. Fuck yeah. I, mean, I like to get that way. But, yeah. like, I have kids and stuff, so I, I can't get that way. I mean, like, when I do, it's it's a treat for me, and that's – want to have it. the selection isn't as good here on the east coast as it is there so i got to search <laughs> i really like sativas i really like that heady trippy high so i really got to search for that so when i do find it i, I make time to yeah. where i get high like that but uh most of the stuff here is the indica so it just kind of dumbs you down yeah so i just use it sparingly throughout the day also because mm -hmm. I can't afford it, and the wife gets on me if she spends. Oh, it's expensive, man. <laughs> but I tell you what, if you get your body acclimated to edibles, um, you know, when I first got here to Phoenix, I moved here from New York. The first thing I did was go get my card because, again, I'm a fucking adult. I don't have time to be getting pulled over and get arrested, and you know, I have to have my old lady pay my rent because I'm in j in tent city in in Phoenix <laughs> in jail for six months. So I got my card. And I bought two things. I bought a big quantity of flowers and a huge quantity of shake. And that shake, that bag of shake was maybe like a hundred bucks. Do you know that I just, I just cooked my last batch of edibles uh, like a month ago. So I moved, I had an entire year of edibles for a hundred bucks. Okay. So, so if you can get your hands on some clippings, man, a good amount of them for cheap, make yourself a big batch of oil and just use it throughout the year. I'm telling you, man, when you get your body used to like the effects and you know how much to take and you know your own dosage, it becomes dirt cheap to get high. That's the point I'm trying to make. Yeah. I know I, I buy it. Sometimes there's guys that I know that uh, there's a guy who works at a candy place. Um, so he makes chocolates. Of course. <laughs> he makes of course. chocolates and truffles. Um, so I can get those, and those are relatively cheap. And then there's another yeah. guy I know who makes lemon squares on the regular. Yeah. Um, and I get those, but I, to me, I, I think I must be missing something, or they're really weak because I got to eat a lot of them before really? I can feel it. And I don't, I don't smoke a lot. Like I wouldn't say I'm like smoking quarter ounce every day. Like I'm, I'm smoking an eighth a week, right. so it's I'm not getting high all the time. But like I'll eat two lemon squares, and I'm barely feeling it. So I don't know yeah. if it's they're just weak. Or what? And I've always felt that with any of the edibles that I've gotten here, it's just like I got to eat a lot of them. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, it's not a bad idea to make your own too. That way, you know yeah. your own dose because Maybe that's that. That was good. That's something that Jade was talking about earlier. Is that uh, it's just not well regulated the doses and the amount. You know, your average guy who's making cookies at his house on a Sunday with his hippie wife, he's not going to label how many milligrams of weed are in those cookies. So that's why it's good to just make your own and just know your own dose and you know know what you need to get where you need to get, and it becomes really inexpensive. Yeah. One thing I was floored by was the prices in LA. Like I live in Phoenix, like I said. So uh, when I came out there with Ray and them, uh, I had you know LA Speedweed drew uh, uh, dirty. You know yeah. LA Speedweed. Yep. So it was like the first thing I did was call LA Speedweed, and like a whole joint packed this full of fucking weed. I mean, packed to the gills. Five bucks. Oh, dirt fucking cheap, man. It's or like edibles. Like an edible, like the type of edible that would put you on your ass if you ate the whole thing. I'm talking like Joey Diaz levels a high five bucks, dude. Like it's the weed is dirt cheap in California. I would love for it to be like that. LA is crazy. Like it's literally on every block and like advertised. San Diego is very different. San Diego is like because they shut everything down. And, you got a military base right there. Yeah, and there's a lot of rich people in like La Jolla and Coronado, so it's there's a lot of money and military. Um, but in LA, it's literally when they say it's on every block, it's like there was one time we had to go to a guitar center, and there was a, a dispensary across the street. You go down that block, there's another one on the other that just opened up, just at the other end of the block. It's fucking yeah, I ridiculous. With California, when I was stationed out there, I was stationed in Camp Pendleton from I think it was '97 to 2000, 2001, um, and I, I absolutely loved it. I I almost wanted to go AWOL and just <laughs> go live in California and say fuck everything because it was so. I used to drive my Camaro, my IROC Z Camaro, down the fucking San Diego every freaking weekend I could, and get my bald head sunburnt with the T tops down. <laughs> But I, that place is so freaking awesome, man. Yeah. Definitely. Now, dirty, nice. dirty, what's your nationality, man? You look like you're mixed with something. Uh, my mom's side of the family is Filipino, and then uh, my dad's side is just Irish and French. Yeah, I thought you were maybe mixed with some black. Like, you kind of like, we look like we could be cousins or some shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you don't, doesn't he look kind of like mixed a little bit? Like, a, like you might, like your, like your grandma might have hooked up with a, with a black dude a long time ago. So you got like just a touch of, of chocolate on your side. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's the Filipino side. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Just a tip. Part of it makes so my grandma was pretty, pretty dark Filipino. Yeah. 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 Filipino women make some good food, bro. Mm. We're going home to a uh, vacation this, this Saturday. We're going to fly down. Um, my wife, my three boys, and then uh, my in-laws are coming. We're bringing one of my wife's cousins to help out yeah. with the kids. Very cool. Uh, stay a week down there. My sister's actually uh, – her kids haven't met my kids, so it's going to be – they're going to actually stay with us the whole week at the house we're renting and stuff, so it's going to be yeah. awesome. Now, is your name DeVoe or Devo? DeVoe. Uh, DeVoe. And I've heard DeVoe. As, as soon as Bell Biv DeVoe came out, um, <laughs> it was DeVoe. But before that, all the older people remember Whip It, Whip It Good. So they'd be like, DeVoe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I hear everything. I mean, it's DeVoe, but I, it's whatever. I've heard yeah, it I've all. Five, so I, I'm not particular about it. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, I like what you're doing with your, uh, your shirts, some of the shirts you've made. Yeah. Bullshit. It's, yeah, it's, it's crazy, man. It's been a wild ride, bro. And this is, uh, I tell people all the time, it's a dream come true. Me and that boy, um, me and that boy, uh, Death Squad Arizona, 
um, Tony Hinchcliffe and Red Band came here to Phoenix not that long ago, and uh, I set up merchandise for Tony Hinchcliffe, and we got to, like, hang out with them, hang out with them. That was my first time hanging out with Red Band, like, actually hanging out with him, where it's, like, five of us in the green room smoking, you know, smoking weed. And uh, that was... At that point, I said, this is it, dude. Like, this is for me to go from being a 100% just fan, just listening to these guys, to being heavily involved in the behind-the-scenes stuff and, like, being on Brody's TV show and, and all those things. Like, that that has been an absolute dream come true, man. Just, you know. That's what's been awesome about this community. It's not just all of us, the fans that have been awesome. It's it's those guys. Those guys have all been awesome and welcoming um, yeah. to everybody. Um, and that's what's kind of been infectious about the whole JRE and the whole death squad. We're like, I started listening to podcasts because I, I was actually a commuter, the whole dirty commuters. I used to drive 230 miles a day, every day, back and forth to work. Because um, I live in north central Massachusetts. I drive down to southern Rhode Island every day for work. And then I was blessed last year. They they offered me to, to be full-time remote. So that's what I do now. I do my job full-time from home. I don't have to leave. I get to spend all the time I want with my kids. Yeah. But I, before that, I was listening to the podcast. I was eating them up. And Joe Rogan, as much as he's doing them now, like I would have still been had so much time because I was on the roads for so long right? that I was listening to so many podcasts and I was like, this community is so awesome. Just because of that, they've been accepting to not just themselves and opening up. They've always been the type of people that, okay, who's the new, who's the new comedian on, on, on the rise? And, and they want to mm-hmm. give them airtime and they want to show people that these guys are funny too. So it's, that's, what's been so infectious about the whole community. It's nobody's out there to, to stomp on anybody's dick and say, Hey, I'm here first or I'm the man. Everybody's been sharing it all. And it's been yeah. awesome. Positive energy, man. You know, push, believe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and also the other thing I want to say is uh, I'm, I'm with Ray Taylor with the freaking uh, vines. I like the red vine. Um, maybe it's because I, I don't like the intense, shitty flavor of the artificial fruit flavor in a Twizzler. <laughs> and it's way more intense in a Twizzler than it is in a red you vine. You guys like red vines, man? Yo, you guys, <laughs> that's that low budget shit. No, fuck you, Ray. Get that sound effect off of there, man. Nah, man. It ain't, no, red vines are there. It, this is the thing about red vines, okay? So with Twizzlers, if I was to squeeze the fuck out of a Twizzler, nothing would happen because it's dense. That's good shit. But when you take a red vine, you could sneeze on it and it would just fall apart. Like, you could take a red vine, ball it up in a ball of red goop and then just toss it at the wall and it would yeah. stick like like, Maybe that's why I like it <laughs> nah you guys nah that shit gets stuck in your in your teeth and in your gums and shit that's how you get fucked up teeth man <laughs> yeah Gentle but it's so worth at it jr steiner it's delicious <laughs> don't eat red vines and you got to get fresh red vines the nice soft ones yeah so what yeah. I think so you're getting the ones that are just like a week old and they just uh, been sitting out in the air and they dude, dry. the first no, indication that red vines are fucked up, they come in a fucking bucket, bro. They come in a see-through <laughs> bucket. Right. There's no other food that comes in a see-through bucket. So if you're fucking with red vines, you got a problem, man. I, I they got nothing up- to hide, man. Fully transparent. <laughs> I grew up on the Disney brand, too, because my, my, mom, my, my mom and my grandmother worked in Disney my whole life. And then I worked at Disney World when I was in high school. So I used to like the Disney brand red vine. Um, I don't yeah. know if that's any better than the original no, Red Vine. It's got just as much as cocaine as all their other food does, man. <laughs> Disney, that's a scary place, man. I would love to do – I've never done shrooms. I'd love to do shrooms and uh, go to Disney World. Right, we'll tackle cool. the mascots. So what do you – let, 
Let's go down the line. And uh, now the only person here that it seems like doesn't smoke weed or doesn't openly smoke weed is low animals. So I want to go around the room and I want to hear what you guys' favorite high food is. Um, uh, DeVoe, let's go. What's your What's your favorite high food? Uh, probably pizza. I can really when I'm high. I mean, what, co- what goes on your favorite high pizza? What are your toppings? Pepperoni and mushrooms. Oh. Heavy on the mushrooms, heavy on the pepperoni. Oh, that sounds so fucking good, man. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of pizza, man. I um I've been making these things for years called tortitas, and what they are is uh it's literally just a uh, a tortilla. Well, pizza toppings on top of a tortilla. The purpose that serves is it cooks really fast. So like ten minutes in the oven, and so you got this crispy shell, and then uh, <laughs> we got stuff talking about food. <laughs> I'm fucking high and I'm hungry as fuck. I'm sorry if I'm rambling. And then. Uh, uh, the second purpose of service, you're not getting as much carbs. Um, you know, you don't get to look this sexy without watching, you know, watching what you eat. So um, I've been making these tortilla pizzas for years. And, man, they're a hit at parties. Like, I'll, I'll bring the stuff to make them at parties. Five minutes in the oven, five minutes out. Everybody got to, has their own personal pizza. But, yeah, man, you should give that a shot. If you like pizza but you want to keep, like, your carbs low, just get a pack of tortillas and put the same shit you would put on a pizza on a tortilla, put it in the oven. Ah, magnifique. We always have tortillas, man. My kids, they just go in there and grab them, roll up, roll some yeah. turkey and shit in them all the time and eat them. All right, Ray Taylor, what's your favorite high food? Let's go. Fuck, man. Um, I don't know. I, I enjoy I enjoy a nice grass-fed steak off the grill. That's really oh, good. Do you do A1 or no? No, fuck no. Just salt oh. and pepper right off the grill. Um, I still fuck with A1, man. Have you ever tried a Montreal steak seasoning on your steaks, Ray? Yeah, yeah, I've tried that. I don't, <sighs> yeah, with so steaks, I, I just Shout plain. Shout out A1 Tabasco. With <laughs> fuck Tabasco. yeah. Well, that shit is the chronic A1 gotcha. Tabasco. Mm, they got different flavors of A1, man. Sure. All right, so, uh, so, so that's your favorite is a grass-fed steak. You know, I, I went to Whole Foods when I first moved out here because there's no Whole Foods in New York. Well, where I'm from in New York. Uh-huh. And I went to get some grass-fed beef because, of course, I heard about it on the Rogan podcast. That shit is like twice as much. Like a grass-fed ribeye is like twice as much it's per smaller. pound. It's smaller. That's Safeway shit. It's yeah, a lot smaller. And it's, it's less marbled, too. It's because it's, it's, it's there's no fat in it. It's because they're yeah. healthy animals. Yeah. But it's it's a totally different taste, man. It's it's fucking it's delicious. Yeah, we have farms good. that have it that are that are relatively close to me so we can actually travel. And it's not much because I can travel to the farm, it's not much more. Yeah. yeah. That's situation. Um and you can do um what are they the CSA? We do the CSA with the vegetables, like the farms around here. We just Yeah, you uh, pay like three hundred awesome. bucks in the beginning of the year and you just yeah, get more vegetables than you ever use. Yeah. We, every week we go down to the center of town and they have their, their fruit their vegetables. That's, awesome. That's what we paid for. And and then they had the same thing with the meats too. You can do the same thing with the meats and then there's um the other thing I, I, I've gotten into and I can't stand going back to regular milk is uh, grass fed milk. I'm lucky that right down the road there's a Stillman's farm and they're grass fed milk. What's the it, difference? Oh, it's so much creamier. It's Is so it? much uh, to me. If you, especially if you get the, uh, ch- you put chocolate in that, it, it almost tastes like you're drinking melted chocolate uh, ice cream. Like it's now, so it, it's still a, uh, uh, it's still pasteurized, right? It's not it's raw. Right? They actually offer raw. They do have raw because it's still yeah. legal to sell here, but they're trying to make it illegal to sell. Yeah. Um, I, I've tried it. I mean, I've liked raw milk. I've, I've been to my family's uh, dairy farm in Delaware one time. Um, yeah. And have a chance of drinking it right out of a cow, um, but the raw milk's pretty good. I wouldn't want to have you. Got to drink it fast. I mean, I could yeah. probably 
my house, I have three boys. We go through about five gallons of milk a week. Yeah. Um, Growing boys. Yeah. <laughs> Get big and strong, man. Yeah. All right. So, low animal, I know you don't smoke, but um, uh, what's your favorite food when you're like, you're planning a game session, like where you're like, you, you got like, you know, you've told your mom, just leave me the fuck alone. I'm going to be in my room playing Xbox. You got all your friends on chat. You're in the buzz. You're in the zone. You're ready to pop some heads. What's your favorite like zone out Xbox food? Um, I don't really have like uh like an Xbox food or anything like that, but you don't have like a favorite snack for when you're like in the zone, like no, because usually I'm too uh too my my adrenaline's pumping too much and I, really? I can't really eat anything, you know. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Well, that uh, was that was probably the best answer we've had all night. Thanks a lot, little animal. You could have at least fucking given us some bullshit, at least a joke or some shit. Like, come on, little animal. <laughs> well, what do well, you you're like not letting to eat? me finish? You're not what letting do you me like finish. To eat? Can't I finish? Can I finish? <laughs> chicken. No, I have to say, well, yeah, chicken, I guess. But yeah, I'd have to say brownies. Fuck yeah. Some sort of brownies. That's a good answer. That's, <laughs> See, that's, I can't eat too much. Super. I'll just get sick and just feel like dying. But yeah, brownies. <laughs> oh, that sounds so good. No <laughs> Susquehanna. See, um, low animal, that might be fucked up because if you accidentally eat wee brownies when you have the munchies, you go down this horrific spiral of. You get high, get the munchies, eat weed brownies, get way more high, get the munchies, <laughs> eat more weed yeah. brownies, gets fucked up real quick. I'll end uh, up like Yoshi Obayashi in a garage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no Susquehanna, what's your favorite high food, bro? Man, I think that that just depends on just changes, changes from time to time. Really? I do have to shout out Terrible Beehive. He brought a ton of gummy bears and all kinds of shit that squad ohio recording cave yeah. and everybody that's been through here on this feed has just been super fucking baked and smashing on <laughs> all these different packs of gummy uh, yeah. shit for like the last 10 hours so thank you terrible behop very cool man yeah i just had a quick update for you guys uh-huh uh i just talked to joey and he said that he will be calling in at 11 when Mike is on. Okay, sweet. So that way everybody knows what to look out for and stuff. Of 11 o'clock, Joey Diaz will be in the house. Sweet. All right. Sounds good. I know. I was happy. I was happy to get an answer before church started. Try to get Tom Segura and Christina P in here. Hey, look uh, who it is. Get the mommies I'm in here. Ivan Terrible. Ivan. All right. Well, I'm going to let you guys talk to Ivan and his gorgeous beard. You guys rub your beards together or something. <laughs> like, Devo's on here. Ray Taylor's on here. Ivan's on here. It's like Velcro in the house. <laughs> I'm the only one without a beard. That's some hair. Yeah, I guess everybody has some kind of beard except for me, except for me and Low Animal. You guys are going to leave with beard burn. Okay. What's going on, guys? What up, man? How you doing? Good. Just got off of work. About to head to my other work. That sounds like killing a lot it of fun. this morning. <laughs> what was that? I said just got off of work. About to head to my other job. Killing it this morning. Nice. Are you driving? Yeah. <laughs> well, be safe driving, brother. Uh, I'm good. I I'm just watching the road. I'm just I've been watching you guys this entire time. Yeah, they. they I was watching last night when it first started when it when it kicked off at 7 p.m. Eastern, and then uh, 
I was going until like Cleo came on with Daga and Yuck, which, oh my God, I was laughing my ass <laughs> off. I was laughing my ass off before that when, when Daga and Yuck were dancing and they didn't know we couldn't hear the music and yeah. all we heard was like their stuff. <laughs> <laughs> They were just moving. I was dying. <laughs> I was screaming at the. I was screaming at the uh, the computer screen. Like we can't fucking yeah. hear you, man. <laughs> show was so. Funny. Uh, That's was what so most funny. of that first show was, right? Technical difficulties. Uh, for <laughs> it wasn't even music. Maybe they were just dancing. <laughs> now they were playing their music. Yeah, it was like the first half hour to an hour, probably. I don't know. My my judgment of time at this point is pretty gone. I don't know. I stayed up later than I wanted to just because I couldn't stop watching. Same here. Same here. I was watching for like seven hours straight. And then I said, okay, if I got to get up and get on for a couple hours, I said, I better go to sleep. I wasn't, I wasn't watching the entire time, but I had it on in my pocket the entire time. For those of you who are wondering who this is, this is Death Squad Arizona. I've mentioned a bunch of times that I drove from uh, uh, Arizona to California to come meet up with these guys, Ray Taylor, Jill Hamitsu. Well, I rode with uh, the guy who's on the phone. His name's uh, Death Squad Arizona. So, yeah. Yeah. What's up, up playboy? <laughs> you miss the corner, man? Don't you miss calling into the corner? I miss everybody, man. Yeah. Fucking reality sucks. Yeah, yeah, reality's a bitch, man. But uh, you know, you got to get that paper. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I, uh, I have a, actually a bunch of podcast equipment here, and I called them to see if they wanted it. But it seems like they got a decent setup. Seems like they got a laptop to talk into. And I mean, really, all I have is the actual microphones and the mixer. But they said they were good, so I can't wait till the corner comes back, like officially, with like sound effects and like full on. But it's going to. Yeah. They're they're gonna get it back going. Okay. When are you gonna get your podcast going, man? Who, me? JR? Yeah, yeah. Nah, I'm not doing no podcast, bro. I said you should do a podcast or be on podcast. You got a good story, man. Yeah. Good advice with Ivan. Yeah. I mean, nah, you got a good story. Your life story is fucking cool, man. Like, all the shit you've been through and some of the really tough parts of your life. And, you know, I mean, <laughs> you've told me a lot of fucking stories, man, and they're podcast worthy. So I wish you would get on more and talk about your life. And You know what I mean? One day. Yeah. One day. One day. Well, he's on yeah, one now. Nice. <laughs> one day. <laughs> yeah, man. So who's who's hosting it next? Uh, Mike Maxwell's up at 10, 10 to 1 p.m. And who, uh, who's Pacific. auctioning everything off? Everybody's kind of doing all kinds of different stuff. There's a bunch of stuff available. Um Mike Maxwell got a bunch of art donated from a bunch of his uh, art buddies. Uh, Lee Syatt is uh, donating some of his time to help somebody set up a podcast or be a guest on his podcast or buy his underwear used or unused. Uh, Alex from the Alex cast is going to give one of his books away, a signed book for a certain amount of donation. Um, There's a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. Is there one central place they could all go and bid on it? Uh, absolutely not. <laughs> For Mike's stuff, it's all on his either Instagram or his Facebook. He's been posting pictures of all the art. He's just going to go and everybody that's donated and tagged their shit with their Twitter name, he's just going to draw names out of a bucket basically and just give people prizes. And uh, For the anonymous people, no. Yeah, they're they're kind of out of luck unless they donate again and do it unanonymously. Um, they get for donating a dollar. Yeah, um, yeah, and then uh, Jason's got 
stuff that's going to the highest bidder, and then Izzy's coming on with some stuff as well that's going to the highest bidder. So it's all kinds of different. If there's something somebody's listening to that they want, they tag tag what they want in the thing or whatever. I don't know. We'll figure that out. Just hit up whoever is associated with yeah. that item on Twitter, and they'll be able to answer your questions or help you out on whatever it is for sure. Right on. Maybe we should do a bid where I cut my hair for the highest bidder. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, only if it's live on camera. Would you Would you do it live on camera? Uh, I don't know if I if I'd be able to, but yeah, I would do that. No, I mean literally, like let's say like I was the highest bidder and I bid like four hundred bucks. That like, you would literally take scissors and just cut it off. Oh yeah, I would just cut it. <laughs> Dude, just that'd be fucking off. amazing, man. <laughs> just get a shaver and just shave it off. Just leave like a cul-de-sac. <laughs> Giant <laughs> Or just skull. leave the top part just really long. Like a mohawk. <clears throat> or Ray, you can shave your beard. Yeah, man. I said, Well, I said on Twitter if we got the $20,000 mark, I was just going to shave all the hair off my head. <clears throat> oh, wow. I don't think... I mean, we're... We're getting close to seven. We're still not done yet. We're only about halfway through, so who knows what can happen. See where we're at right now. And that goes until four today, right? Or three today? Uh, four p.m. Pacific. Yeah. Okay. Um, Five o'clock our time. Uh, I'm. Okay. We're getting a call. Right on, man. Seven people. Seven p.m. for those East East Coast folks. Yeah. <clears throat> and we got a caller. Hello, caller. Nobody. I'm this guy with Ivan. <laughs> hey, Sorry, Ivan, Ivan. When, you're not, when you're not talking, you should put your shit on mute, man. That shit sounds like a monster. Yeah, I had, uh, I had to cut him off. Sorry, Ivan. You can call back when you're not in a wind tunnel. Uh, we got a, <laughs> we got a caller. Who's who's on the line? Hello? And they're gone. too, bro. Fucked up. Oh, well. Probably fucked him up with my traffic report. Yeah. <laughs> Ray, you're a good producer, man. I like the way you handle shit. You you take shit you take shit charge. You know what I mean? You take yeah, charge. I, same here. This is my first time actually interacting with Ray, other than Twitter really? or ADC. Um, I never really actually got to talk to him. I mean, I've talked to Izzy. Um, I was on his podcast, and then Izzy recorded one with me that ended up not recording on my computer. Uh, <laughs> um, and we haven't got back to re-record. So um, Ray was the first Death Squad person I ever met, man. I went out and uh, visited him last year in San bar, Diego. <laughs> that sounds gay as fuck, bro. No, we did not meet in the bar, bitch. We met on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> and then we met in the parking lot. <laughs> well, I remember seeing a picture of you two in a bar, so that's why yeah, I said a bar. No, no, I'm busting balls. But, yeah, we actually met in the parking lot. And I'm like, great. He's like, Jer? Oh, cool, man. What's up? So uh, I wanted to uh, smoke while I was out there, so I had to go to this head shop and buy, like, one of those fucking crack pipes. Like, you know, those little fucking, they call it chillums, I think. Don't they call them chillums? A little glass pipe that you smoke a little weed out of, and I had something to smoke while I was there, which was nice. Yeah, but yeah, good times, man. Yeah, man. Ray, on a scale of one to ten, how do you feel? Uh, I'm I'm fluctuating between here and not here, and we're getting we're getting callers. Hello, callers. Are you on? Are you you there? Callers. Caller, you're on the air. Hello. Okay. Uh, yeah, Jr. and I. Met out here. I met the first guy I met. I met up and uh, went up to the ice house and met up with uh, Mike Maxwell. 
Oh, no shit. Yeah. I oh, got yeah, to right. hang out in the Death Squad studios with him and Tony and Can't we, Billy like, Bunnell. Can your feet or, like, your arm or something on one of those videos? Uh, I don't think so. Because I went, I went to watch the comedy show. Mike kind of went back and forth between the comedy show and the podcast studio. Yeah. But, yeah, man. That was, that was my first experience. Brody was there. It was kind of weird. It was cool, okay. though. I wasn't dehydrated, so it all went out. It went... Was that your first time, like, being that close to the guys, like, Brody and Rogan and Red Band and them? That may have been, like, my first comedy show, like, live show, maybe. Wow. And it was in stage two of the Ice House, which is a small room. And had you already been listening to the Dead Squad podcast? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I had... Yeah, I was listening to everybody. that whole thing probably tripped you the fuck out. Like, were you high as well? Uh, I mean, allegedly, maybe. Oh, right. Okay. Well, I mean, high on life. I mean, I, I absolutely. Mean, I, I was so high on life. Yeah, no, it was cool, man. But yeah, um, I would imagine that that probably fucked your head up, man. Like I said, the first call, when I got that first phone call from Joey Diaz, that fucked everything up. It fucked my entire life up. Then he started calling me socially, like just to talk. And like, you know how he says on his podcast, like, oh, yeah, I call this person every week or I call this. Yeah, he really calls every week. Like when he establishes that relationship with you, he literally calls and it's for 60 seconds. Yo, what's up, dog? How you doing? Just checking in on you. How's the old lady? All right, dog, I got to go. I mean, it's that fucking quick and he really calls every week. So when that when that whole thing happened, completely fucked my head up. So I would imagine that your first comedy show, you being that close to those guys, you must have been like, holy shit. I mean, it wasn't that. I mean, it was, I don't know. I wasn't that like. I, I don't know. I was I was okay. I wasn't like but you don't get fanboyish like that. Like when I told you, I got I excitedly told Ray one night that Red Band retweeted me. He's like, yeah. "Oh, you on Red Band's dick?" Oh yeah, I was busting balls every time. Yeah. Oh yeah, you on Red Band's dick? Like, bitch, that's exciting to me, man. I'm nobody, bro. To get a to get a retweet from who I consider the king of Death Squad, the real king of Death Squad, the creator. Like, yeah, it's a big fucking deal, Ray Taylor. Ray Taylor, be hating on your boy. I, I calm down, man. I don't know. I I, I take I'm things a with a grain of salt, and I get excited about some shit. But I, you know, I I try. I bottle it up. I bottle it up. I I set it right next to my bottle of anger that I put inside of me. My excitement and my anger are sitting next to each other, bottled up deep deep down. <laughs> You're just somewhere in between all the time. Yeah. yeah. Who's on? A, who's on a line? Man? I don't know. Who is this? Hello, caller. Are you speaking to me? Yes. How are hey, you? Hey, what's up? That squad. What's going on? Who are we talking to? My name's Johnny. I'm fucking wasted. I've been up for longer than you. Hey, what's your Twitter handle, bro? How how do, how would we identify you? Are you on Twitter with us with the Death Squad family? No, I don't have a Twitter handle. I've oh, um, been kicking out, been cruising, um, doing long, long hours on a train over the last week. Grabbed about three hours. All right. How'd you find out about this podcast, brother, man? If you're not on Twitter, were you just dialing random numbers and you just happened to get this one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I dialed random numbers and I came up with a, um, a donation line. Decided to grab a few um, a few dollars and throw it that way, but I thought it was an entertaining little uh, situation. That's cool, man. Awesome. So, uh, what time is it where you're at, brother man? Um, <laughs> dude, well, you ain't near a clock. Aren't you on a cell phone? Look at your cell phone. Or maybe you're not on a cell phone. <laughs> I did. I just looked. All right, I looked around. I went. 
Yeah, twelve thirty. Man, I've been up for three days. <laughs> I was talking to you before. I turned it to you about an hour ago. I went, these guys have been up for thirty six hours and I'm bitching about it. I've been up for three days. How many days is that? That's well, that was one and a half times two. You know, it's like but anyway. You're the fucking man. You guys so are cool as shit. So I'm listen, liking I'm liking I'm liking you guys. So listen, if you've been up that long What's what's been keeping you up? Because it can't have been alcohol, because alcohol's a downer. Are you are you using some other substances to keep you up, keep you awake? No, no, most definitely. I do not agree with those substances. I do, I do like what you're talking about, though. Do those part- things put me to sleep. Do you partake in the marijuana? Yes. What's the weed? But, what's what's the weed over um, there look like? I imagine it looks like really gray and like stoic and. Oh, I tell you what, though, you were talking about dabs before, and this is what cracked me up. Mm-hmm. In New Zealand, that shit has been going on for forty, fifty years. My really? man told me to made that shit when I was a kid. Now, using the that same was, process uh, where you're using butane, or I, I've seen. Yeah, it yeah. That- Really? Yeah, 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 that was the that's the most basic thing. That's oh, as common as the 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 that's the most common way to do it. Wouldn't like, you um, have you ever done and it? And you're talking about it like it's some mad psychedelic. It's <laughs> it's just what you do. Okay, just, but, uh, but like it's I said the way to be smell free, basically. Well, listen, the evidence is there, man. I've seen many videos of people who consider themselves uh, uh, weed champions just not be able to handle it, man. And, you know, what, what do you think there, do you think there's nothing to that? No, 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 absolutely not. Yeah. I, think that, um, I mean, I'm, there's things like alcohol. I can't drink alcohol without looking at it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we can but, see um, Yeah, there's, there's things like vitamin D. Someone might sit down on vitamin D. Right. Um, there's no contest, but I'm just saying that, uh, yeah, it's, um, I'm surprised in California, the, the place where it's all happening right now for, for logical weed consumption, you know, seems yeah. to be like this, this dabbing shit is like a new thing. It's fucking ancient. It's really, for- it's, but a lot of people don't know that it's really taken off, man. It's yeah. just becoming, I think as, as, and you probably will agree with me, Ray Taylor, as weed becomes more prevalent, as people's tolerances get higher, they want the new thing. They want that new high. So, you know, it's really become a thing, you know, mar- marijuana legalization has been going on a long time in California. I think people's tolerances are getting really high and they want that next high, you know? Yeah. I just did my, my first dab, like, a couple of months ago, my buddy, he went out to uh, California to, to hike in uh, Joshua, Joshua Tree. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's called. Yeah. Joshua Tree, yeah. He went out there, and I guess he was amazed, too. His buddy called up. They, they were going to L.A., and he, they called up. He was like, yeah, I called this number, and I was like, we L.A. Speedweed. And he goes, yeah, how'd you know? I'm like, I listen to podcasts. Yeah. And uh, he goes, yeah, we called this number, and they had anything. And he goes, dude, and he brought them back. He brought, the, he bought like, three or four grams of the wax and uh, oil and uh he brought that back and i did dabs with him i did one where i i i literally put way too much i had because i had no idea what i was doing i was like oh i'm used to just packing a fucking fat bowl so i was like oh i, I picked he didn't see me so i picked this big huge glob on the needle and i put it on there and i took that monstrous hit and i was like absolutely retarded and that's what i was hoping for <laughs> really? but i was absolutely and it was and it wasn't just that i was it was intense it was <coughs> long time a lot longer than i'm used to used to 
smoking something, I'm, I'm high for like maybe an hour, 45 minutes, two hours, but I was high for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, yo, yo. Got Ivan yeah, back. Yeah. Oh, Drew Sample. What up? <laughs> hey, fucking nice of you guys to fucking put on a show for a dude whose house has been down. It's all right, man. man. It's all right, by that. You guys, man, I love it what you do. Like, um, I, I do have a Twitter handle. I'm um, somewhat, like, um, not notorious, but somewhat of a high-profile po- high uh, personality and um, don't really want to, you know, but um, yeah, I do. I do. Uh, I do love what you guys do. Yeah. Well, listen. We want you to be a part of the community, man. And the way we communicate is via Twitter mainly. So you should, you know, if why not, you know, set up another account with like a fake picture or something of a chick's ass and just talk oh. to something. You know. <laughs> I'm, so, no, I'm being serious, man. Set up yeah. an account just so you can communicate. That squad, dude. I love it. I love it, man. You, you guys are. You guys are good. Um, fucking, um, so what else is happening Death Squad-wise? What's happening? Who's got a podcast these days? Ray does. Everybody's got a podcast these days, I think. No, I don't. Oh, not Jay. Yeah, but... They will probably have Anyway, I'm going to let you guys go, brother. All right, catch you. All right. All right, uh, brother. Goodbye, I think. <laughs> Thanks for calling in, man. Oh, that was really Loves, awesome. man. You guys are all good. You guys are all good. Cheers, bro. Right, Yo, get sleep. some sleep, bro. Yeah. Fuck yeah, man. That dude sounds like he's been on a bender for days, bro. <laughs> yeah. that, that motherfucker. I bet you that dude, I bet you in that guy's head there were like birds tweeting. I bet the universe was shooting past him at 100 miles an hour. Yes. Like, yes. That dude, that dude was fucked up, man. Yeah. That dude knows how to party. He's like, yeah, we've been doing dabs for 40 years around here. That shit's common as a motherfucker. <laughs> Not even a big deal. Now you gotta understand. Dude, that dude was cool. Thanks for calling in, dude, if you're still listening. Yeah, gotta, thanks, thanks a lot. So we've had New Zealand. We've had where Cleo's from. Uh, Shouts to Jordan Masco in Canada. He's listening up there in Toronto yeah. right now. He said we look hot as fuck. <laughs> I, have not, I have not smoked anything much against my preference but we won't say why not but low animal i heard i was listening when i was getting breakfast so you you'll cut your hair for four hundred dollars what's the price to cut your hair uh whatever the highest bid is i guess because i i tell you what i'm i'm gonna piss my pants because uh will paid fifty dollars i had that a low really price that went through yeah wait you have to pee on yourself no 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 no, no 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 not not needles will from will and jay say the universe well oh, look shit. so last night jr Shit got interesting. Last Shit year. got interesting. <laughs> Nobody was really donating because it was like this weird area. So I was like, well, look, guys, $50. I'll piss my pants and we'll record it. Wow. And I'm going to do it in the shower. You know, it's going to be clean. But, uh, Jason's probably gonna have to record it. So oh, fuck that shit. Your brother's. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, that doesn't count. If you do it in the shower, that doesn't count. I'll, I'll do it in my driveway. <laughs> yeah, you. I think you should do it like in the front of your house, and then you have to like walk around that your house with your pissy pants to get Me, to the shower. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's cool. like that's extra bids. Because yeah, that that's wasn't extra the bids. Negotiation. Yeah, if if somebody wants to pay an extra hundred dollars, I'll piss. Pick the public place that Drew puts yeah. his pants in. Pick the public place. Wait, wait, wait. Hundred dollars in the front yard. Five hundred dollars to pick the public place. Oh, man. Whoa. Dude, I'll piss, <laughs> I'll piss my pants anywhere in public for five hundred dollars for Yug Nasty. Don't even care. Wow. 
So are you going to do this live on the stream or are we going to, are we going to have to check uh, well, Twitter later? Guess what? We'll make it live if we have to, we, we can should. stream account and we could just do it like that. Or we could probably do it through plenty of, plenty of live ways that we could take me pissing my pants. Cause you know how lazy people are, man. They, they're going to have to like, you know, get on your Twitter and then hopefully you post the link in a little uh, bit. That'd be I'll cool post. if you did it online. Yeah. I'll, I post the link, man. I mean, I'm not, I mean, I'm a man of my word. So yeah, good man. Dude, I tell you what, going outside in the cold, eating some uh, delicious breakfast from uh, an establishment that has red and yellow and only has delicious breakfast and everything else tastes like trash. Yeah, shout out to the steak and cheese. Steak and cheese is so fucking good. But anyways, got got some some coffee going. I'm ready. I'm ready to roll with you, Ray Taylor. I'm nice, rolling. Man. Love it. Me and Love Ray it. Taylor, we've been uh, been going at it for a while. So Ray, are you planning to do the whole? T- uh, Maybe 24 hours, maybe like looking at Ray. I'm like, man, somebody's got to <laughs> also Jerry, you, you were so interesting right away. I was ready to like pack it in and eat some breakfast and go to bed. I'm like, man, yeah. this, this podcast chilled the fuck out hardcore. I'm like, I think I could just chill and go. And then yeah. low animal got on their yeah. Devo got on. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. yeah we're here, man. And uh, I saw Jason from uh, Australia. Sweet. Yeah, he so was I was like, oh, they're still on. Yeah, so Adam Thomas if Adams was on too, man. Adam Thomas Adams talked for a while. Yeah. Uh, my dad got on. He talked for a while. Um, it was pretty cool. Pastor Joe made an appearance. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, nice. Mitch the Dish has been on a few times. She was talking some shit to JR. I thought JR was going to choke her through the computer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was so funny. Now, fuck that bitch, man. Don't, don't act like you don't know me. She was like, oh, I'm sorry. What's your name again, bitch? Stop it. You know who the fuck I am. Call me by my name when you talk to me. How old and are you? Who? I'm 31. Dude, I'm 31. Yo. Hey, you. I was making yeah. fun of her again. You did, yeah. you did that again. Yeah, I definitely. I'm First of all, I'm high, but I definitely thought you were asking me. I didn't realize the callback. But yeah, she's not. She's cool. But yeah, she's a crazy Boston bitch, man. She's not. She's the type of bitch like you can't just fuck. You can't fuck her slow or sensitive or like you can't take your time with her. You. She wants to be fucked by gorillas. You know what I'm saying? With all that spice and sass she's got, yo, her husband must have a hard time keeping her on a leash, man. I can tell, man. That let, bitch let is crazy. You, uh, I, I'm I'm married to a New England woman. You, you don't <laughs> you don't put them on leashes. Yo, yo, all right, man. All you right, roam free. <laughs> they need to come to the Steiner household, man. I, so I, thing, I can tame any chick. Dirty Devo, you don't sound like you have a speech impediment. So what's the deal? You're on the East Coast. Most of those motherfuckers sound like they have a speech impediment. So. <laughs> I, I was born and raised in Florida, in Orlando, Florida. So it's like oh, a, that We're in Orlando. Uh, <clears throat> well, right there in Orlando, up like right across, uh, right on Corrine Drive. That's where I grew up all the way up until like middle school. Um, and then after that, I moved to uh, Deltona. So I went to Deltona High School, um, and then I, I left for the Marine Corps. And I, once I came back from the Marine Corps, I didn't live long in Florida. I was in Altamont Springs. I met my wife, and I, I thought at one point I would never leave Florida. I thought it was like the best place on earth. Yeah. And then um, I met my wife, and I came up here to the Northeast. I fell in love with it because I never knew what winter – I never knew what seasons were. I never knew what terrain was because Florida's just flat. <laughs> yeah, it's flat and swampy. Yeah. Oh, I mean, camping's actually kind of fun in Florida, man. I've done like some camping out there. My buddy lives in uh, he lives in Oakland, like his, uh, which is like that, like a small ass. Uh, uh, do you know where that's at? Yep. Yeah, it's like Oaks. <laughs> yeah, it's like an old plantation that he turned into a town. Yep. And it's uh, 
so it's all like dirt roads and shit but no, we went primitive camping like we had to hike like four miles out to the campsite and then we saw some like wild boar and then that was kind of freaky and then that was it that was good you got snakes yeah. you got bugs you got i mean you got crazy Gates. spiders you got cougars you got um bears you got a lot of tight bears i mean you got a lot of stuff i, I mean I'm up here in Massachusetts, so you got bears every now and then, but mostly it's deer and shit. And every now and then you hear a fisher cat scream, but I'm more apt to go in the woods and camp out here than I would be in Florida. Yeah, Florida is, uh, I mean, I like camping in general. Like, I'm not ever, like, the lead camper. Like, I always have to have somebody who knows what the fuck he's doing and then gives me direction. Like, that's my move. Like, <laughs> I'm not about to lead a group of people to go camp. Like, that would just be a bad idea for all yeah. of us. We're going to get lost. <laughs> We're going to get lost. I'm going to fuck up making the tent. Uh, the fire's never going to get started unless we brought lighter fluid. Uh, I mean, like, I'm not uh, not the most... Like, I can figure shit out. Like, if, if I have direction, I'm fine. Like, yeah, give me some direction. All right, I'll do this. Like, very task-oriented when it comes to, like, camping. Like, I'm not the not the leader. But, yeah, my uh, brother-in-law's the leader. He's, uh, he's a real outdoorsy guy. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sorry if I start to interrupt people. It's just because I haven't slept and my manners aren't the best right now. <laughs> uh, that's no worries. You know who I wish we could have got on, who we probably still could, is uh that reporter kid. It would have been nice to talk oh, to him. Oh Cassius? Fuck yeah. I'll get I'll tell Cassius to get on. Oh, he might be at school. He's in uh he's in Nova Scotia. It'd be really cool if he got on. I'm sure he would. I'm I'm actually really surprised he wasn't booked. He would have he would have loved to be a part of this. I think he's on. I think he's in school, man. I think that's like he's in the IDC. So yeah, he called last twenty four hour podcast. He called in towards the end. So hopefully school. he'll call in. I think he was going to call in last night, but then that's when uh, Dog and Yuck took over. <laughs> it was pandemonium, dude. <laughs> it was pure yeah. pandemonium, dude. Yeah. yeah, Dog and Yuck, like that road, like that's why I had my buddy B Hop come on. Like when I first came on, because B Hop's crazy, and I knew he would handle like just a random, random shit. Like I'm more like, I'm more just chilled by myself. But to like get crazy, I need like, it's like you need that other person around to help like kind of energize. And then I was getting out of control, and needles jumped into that was sweet. Now you got to admit, man, their podcast is like really no other podcast out there. I oh. mean, how many podcasts have sound effects and like oh, breaking dude, news? You dude, know, their podcast. Like a- their podcast is awesome. Like it's it's professional, yeah. but so unprofessional at the same right. time. Like to put that environment, like Yuck has to be super on top of his shit. Like it's funny. It's like him and Ray have really similar setups, but Ray is just like, I don't care about mine. That. My elaborate setup is just so it's easier for me. Yeah, Yuck you, utilizes everything. It's it's awesome just to see Yuck work. Like when we were in L.A., just with the setup he had, it was awesome just to see him. You know, just setting up the fucking mics. Yeah. You know? No, like, he's uh, he's an artist, man. Like, Yuck's... Yuck's what I... Yuck and Ray are what I aspire to be as a podcaster. Like, I'm just now got a mixer. I've been pretty much hillbilly rigging <laughs> shit to work for a while and getting pretty good audio quality, man. Like, I'm really surprised I've been able to pull off what I've been able to pull off. But, I mean, fuck, man. If I didn't have, like, Izzy and Mick... Dude, I had... Like, if you start a podcast, like, you're gonna have so much help, like... I mean, shit, JR. I think you should start a podcast, no. dude. Especially if you're starting your own merch, dude. I just want to be get... a guest, bro. You got to understand, I, man. I've it's got cooler. So much... It's 
Yeah, that makes sense. I've got so much shit going on, bro. And, like, I'm really trying to grow my business so I can get my girlfriend to come back and work for me. Not so she can come back, but we're going to have a kid in a couple years. So I want to get it rolling to where I can afford to have her back as a full-time employee. She can be here with the baby. And, you know, that way the baby is in a daycare somewhere. So for me to start a podcast... You know, booking guests and just that stuff's time consuming. All the editing, uploading, creating artwork, starting another website to promote it. And when I do things, I don't half ass anything. I go 100% full force. So I know, I know that I don't have time for a podcast. You know, I just, I'd love to be a guest. I would be a guest on any of you guys' podcasts. Cause really, I can talk while I'm sitting here working. Like, I have a dual Mac monitor set up. Like, that's my second monitor right here. So, I'd be working on that monitor and then talking to you guys on this one. So, I would be on any of you guys' podcasts, man. I like, yeah, I like, like being a guest. It's way easier being a guest, man. I don't know if, I mean, Ray and Dirty Diva, you guys can attest to that. Fuck like, yeah. When you're a host, like, it's like, okay, I got to keep it interesting, but you got to be interesting. So I got to guide why you're interesting. Yeah. And a lot of times, like, that's hard because, like, I don't know, sometimes I, I want to ask five questions all at the same time. Or when I've tried to organize it, it's always shitty because then, like, I don't build on what the person's actually saying. Because um, I remember Jason and I interviewed MF Grimm, which is, like, I was a huge fan of his. And then I didn't realize he was so easily accessible. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I wanted to ask him like a hundred questions, and I got, and I was so nervous talking to him. It's like once you get over, the, like, you first, when I first started the podcast, like getting over the nerves. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, first you get over the nerves, yeah, and and then it's like, okay, now I can be relaxed and really guide this and take people on like a a journey in a podcast. But editing stuff is getting tough, man, especially because I'm working two jobs. But hopefully, that's about to change up soon, and then I can just really focus on that and. Yeah, I mean, something you said, Jr. Like, I'd love to be able to put way more percentage into my podcast, but it's mm-hmm. like, at first I I was, and then it's like, okay, well, I don't have money now, so I gotta yeah. I gotta go get a job again. I had was, a podcast, so if you guys like do a little bit of digging, internet research, you can hear that I had a podcast. I did ten episodes, but it just my host wasn't as into it as I was, so it just kind of killed my buzz. And it was something I wanted to try, and I did, and I'm glad I did, and I'll never do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's tough. Yeah, uh, you know, getting the right co-host and all that shit, and fucking podcasters are the best guests. <laughs> Seriously, it's the easiest yeah. fucking episodes to do is when you're talking to because they're used to they're allergic to dead air just as much as you are you know yeah so i've done keep it flowing without interrupting too much too they know when to to chime in when they say something um i like being a guest too because you can tell sometimes when if somebody's struggling with something or if they don't have something to build off of or they don't have something to come up next so i i i I like to talk so there's no i'll interject and say whatever just to try to keep it going to so they till they get their next thought or whatever. For sure, yeah. It's uh. I found a Jr. over there when he dropped that. <laughs> when he dropped the stash, and she was hilarious. <laughs> Hempwick, baby. Hempwick. Hempwick. And there you go. And yeah, <laughs> and the allergic to dead air thing. I totally forgot about. <laughs> That's yeah, we, we were just watching. Yeah. Watching JR. <laughs> Fire smoke. I got invited to do this like internet radio thing, and I didn't really know what it was. And then it was like they had like a, a chat room going on, but there was no video and it was just audio. And the host just kept getting caught up in the chat and just wasn't talking. 
dogs oh. just talk the whole time. It was such like a weird thing. Um, yeah, that's that's all I got on that. It's like dir- this. directing a podcast is a bit like being a um, a uh, what's the conductor like an orchestra conductor because you're balancing so many different things. Who we got on the air? Who's caller? You're on the air. It's me again. Ivan's oh, back. It's Ivan, okay. What's good, hey, Ivan? I, I just wanted to tell you guys a quick story. So <clears throat> I started working the second job, and what I do is I work at uh, different nursing homes, and I draw blood, and I do, you know, whatever, basically what they need me to do. And this was right before Christmas time, you know, and I guess even old people get, you know, sentimental. And <clears throat> so it's my turn to do the rounds on this, this, you know, two days before Christmas. And I go into this room, and I just hear kind of like, you know, when you're pounding meat, and uh, I go, I go in there, and Aww. I'm not I'm not even kidding you, man. There's this old lady gagging on this old dude's dick, and I don't I don't know how, <laughs> I have no idea how he even got it up because this dude was 82. What? And the dude, when I go in there to draw his blood, like he never moves, he doesn't get up, but he got up to get his dick sucked. And this lady, he didn't even know her. They they had just moved her in two days before, and I guess they were both you know kind of feeling it for Christmas and. <laughs> You know, I go in there and, you know, they're getting it on or whatever. And I had to wait about 15, 20 minutes before I go back in there. Oh, so they're allowed to, like, hook up? No, I I just didn't tell anybody. Oh, that's cool of you, man. That's actually actually very nice of you. No, I'm not a cock block, man. Yeah, dude, everybody needs love, man. Everybody needs human touch. And it don't matter if you're 90 fucking years old. They needed that. They both needed that. So that's, I respect that, man. That's Dude, cool. Old people have the uh, highest rate of STDs. Yeah, yeah. Out here where we live, it's called uh, Sun City West. It's got the highest per capita of STDs because they just don't give a fuck. Yeah. Uh, in the golf courses, they've had like 15 calls of old people just banging on the golf course. <laughs> no joke. Wow. Something about that warm weather, man. Yeah, that's, that's what awesome. it is. Yeah, man. You still like that shit doesn't go away. My grandma. Yeah. He fucking he always has his like set of his set of hose. It seems. <laughs> well, now it's possible with Viagra and everything. Yep. Hey yeah. Ray, we've been on about two and a half hours. Uh, do you have to restart in thirty minutes? Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Just curious. Uh, even the old ladies, man. Like, I'll, I'll get my ass grabbed. I had one lady grab my fucking dick and balls. You know, they still want it, man. They're just their body's not able. You know. Hey, dude. Let her suck your dick, you know. See if she'll see how good she is. Gross. Hey, I'll do it for the highest bidder. Yeah. <laughs> you got to videotape it though. Dentures or no dentures? Dude, no dentures, dude. She probably, dude. I bet she knows how to work it, man. Gum it. She got some of that leftover poly grip on the well, gum. Well, think about it. She's probably been sucking dick since she's twenty. That's at least sixty years of you know hey, dick sucking. She's right? probably been sucking dick since she was twelve. Get rid of <laughs> seventy they years. Purchase. You know how pastors are. Hey, yeah, probably, man. <laughs> yeah, but uh, there's there was one here in Tempe where I was uh, working at when I first started, and uh, one of the guys was like 32, 33, and he was banging like three of the old ladies here, and they caught him and fired him and taking him to court and all this. Banging an old lady, huh? Was three she, of them. Three different they, uh, ones. Did they have like Alzheimer's or something? Or uh, Yeah, that was the – like. We have a different wing in that one where the, you have to do everything for them, like wipe them, have them go to the bathroom. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, that's disgusting. Yeah, this dude's fucked. He but was I mean, I, fucking corpses. Yeah, basically, uh, with a breath and a heartbeat. Uh, and remember, the best remember kind. When, I, when I first got to college, there was this rumor going around that this uh, 
this girl like met this guy out at OSU, like at Ohio State, and she hooked up with him, and uh, she ended up like getting this this weird like infection she felt like. So she went to the doctor, and he was like, "You have mites, Ugh. and this type of mites you can only get from like uh, like fucking corpses or something." I think it was just a rumor, but. I don't know. It's apparently the dude that banged her was banging corpses. I just thought about that, guys. Just figured I'd throw that on the... Uh, I mean, the, the only good thing about fucking a corpse would probably be that because of rigor mortis, like, their shit would be super tight. So you know tight. So tight. Yo, you know who's got the nastiest jokes? Is this motherfucker on the, on the phone right now, yo. He is a disturbed <laughs> motherfucker. And that's why he likes DVDASA, because this dude is disturbed, man. man. He's, too, he's man. told me some shit that uh, him and Ray Taylor, man, <laughs> y'all are some fucked up people for listening to that DVDASA, man. That's some nasty shit over there, man. It's, it's awesome. It's a health, it's a number one health podcast. What do you want? I'm trying to educate myself. Yeah, I'm trying to be healthy. <laughs> Jeez, fuck, bro, you guys are some nasty motherfuckers, man. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't, that dude's a freak, man. I, if you listen to some some of the older, uh, the, um, uh, yeah, what the fuck is your, uh, in, in the, the corners, corner. man? He's under talking about all types of nasty shit, nipple clamps and all that, man. Yeah. Hey, I, I call myself a trisexual. I'll try anything once. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, highest bidder. That's cool, man. <laughs> Do your thing, man. Ain't nothing wrong with that, man. That's all love. No, nah, I'm married, man. I don't fuck. I don't, I'm not that crazy. Well, you're as crazy as your wife will let you get. <laughs> my house is fucking my own hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy, yeah, I, I do that too, man. No, so do I. I could, I could fuck my girl at eight o'clock and be jerking off by nine, man. I just, I don't know. I actually prefer. I actually enjoy a good jerk after fucking. It like it empties everything. So like, yes. Uh, Who knows just, me better than me? You just feel just oh, just completely like drip, drip, drop. Empty. Low Animal, you know a lot about that, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Low Animal, let's be honest, man. You've jerked off a few times, right, bro? Everyone has, you know? <laughs> only the elk noises, though. <laughs> elk noises? <laughs> yeah, he only jerks off the elk noises. Hey, actually, I actually just went elk hunting not too long ago. Did you oh, get nice. anything? Nah, you... I, nah, I got nothing, man. I Would saw you... a bunch of them, but... Do you have any exotic meat in your freezer that I can get some from you? Yeah, like I've got some... el- I've got elk meat and I've got uh, some mule deer in there right now and some dove. Can I get some of the uh, the elk? Yeah, right. yeah, I-, I have a bunch of elk hamburger. Good shit. Yeah, 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 absolutely. We're just making business transactions live here on the twenty four hour <laughs> podcast. Uh, <laughs> me and I have been talking about sharing meats. <laughs> Not gay at all. Not gay at all. Well, both ways. Yeah. Hey, the sun is up at Rays. Actually, the sun must be up here, too. It's starting to come yeah, up, it's yeah. it's really coming up right now. Beautiful, man. Beautiful. It's, been, it's snowing in Ohio, man. It sucks. Yeah, it's, fucking, uh, it's been warm out here. It's been melty. Like, uh, since Sunday, I was out on the ice on Sunday on the lake, um, and it's been warm. It's been almost, like, above 50 degrees here in Massachusetts and raining, so everything's just melting. And then now yeah. today, it got cold again. We're going to get snow. So we already got snow, man. It sucks. Been warm yeah. as hell here. It's supposed yeah. to be eighty-one I here. <laughs> I don't yeah, miss it, y'all. Crazy. I don't miss it. Now, I, you guys, uh, uh, Drew and oh, I moved from the East Coast a year ago. I, I lived in upstate New York, where you know you get pretty shitty weather up there. Yeah. And uh, I moved out here to the West Coast, closer to these guys. And I met uh, Death Squad Arizona at a uh, who? What show did we meet at? Chrysler. Yeah, the Burt Chrysler show. 
and uh, you know Heidi, and uh, you know of course we we begged Low Animal to come out, but dude, I don't miss the East Coast, bro. It's fucking snowy, shitty weather, gray skies. I, I don't miss it. It's beautiful to me because I I've only been here for like six seven years. That's right. Yeah. See, I needed a change. I spent thirty years in the same place, and like you know, I'm a pretty adventurous soul. I needed this, man. I needed to come to the West Coast. Yeah, yeah. it's the only element I haven't lived in yet because I like I said I grew up in Florida, and then when I went in the Marine Corps. Um, I was stationed in California for a couple of years. Then I got stationed to North Carolina, which to me is the shittiest place on earth. I know a lot of people love North Carolina. Really? North Carolina is sweet. Uh, but I hate it. And it was because I was there for the Marine Corps. Um, and I was in, around uh, Jacksonville, North Carolina, where Camp Lejeune is. It's far different than where, like Oceanside. Like Oceanside, right outside of uh, Camp Pendleton, is real relaxed. It's still California. Outside of Jacksonville, in North Carolina, outside of base there, it's just shitty fucking dickhead Marines trying to to uh, harp on each other. Hey, Devil Dog, why isn't your shirt tucked in? Or why are you wearing flip-flops? You're out of uniform. And, like, Jeez, just being right. dickheads. Um, and then outside of that, when we would go to, like, um, where ECU was, Wilmington, North Carolina, and that stuff to go party, a lot of those bars and clubs wouldn't allow Marines in. And they, they know. You don't even have to show ID. You can tell a young Marine walking. A oh, yeah. Especially from the hair. I would say that's the, the biggest giveaway is the hair and the posture. Hair and the posture. Yeah. And they just look like they're just full of just. <laughs> Piss and vinegar and yeah, anger. Too much testosterone. Yeah. Too much and aggression. Yep. They just look like a hard-on. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They look like walking hard-ons. That's <laughs> why I fucking drool all the time. God damn it. <laughs> popsicles hey ray you get you get uh checked out for your your snoring man that may be sleep apnea bro <laughs> could be definitely could be ray, I, ray don't give a fuck he's I don't so get... fucking unapologetic man like when i was listening earlier <laughs> so i'm gonna tell you my perspective from this snoring situation right. uh in la so <laughs> listen to this my the first time and ivan can tell you the first time i met young nasty this motherfucker was like dead sleep like the only reason we did i don't know if you guys saw the video but if you go to youtube and search I don't know what the fuck you'd search, but me, Yuck Nasty, and Dogs did a video where I climbed into the bed with him. My first time meeting him was me, like, sneaking in his bed with no shirt. This motherfucker, you know, he was like, dude, I'm fucking, I'm rough. I feel rough, man. Like, uh, I couldn't sleep last night. He didn't really want to say why, but it took him, you know, eventually he said, he's like, yo, Ray was snoring all night. He's This motherfucker got, like, two hours of sleep. So, Ray, no apology, no, like, damn, dude, I'm sorry. Ray's like, yeah, that sucks, you know, or, <laughs> or uh, you know, what the fuck were you saying? Ray, Ray makes, he does not apologize at all. Like, yo, I'm snoring, that's what I'm doing, and and that's what it is. And there's nothing else to do. Ray, you're kind of a dick about that, man. What the I'm fuck, kind bro? Of a dick. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, you should just... get your shit checked out. Like, if it's keeping people up, like, that. well, no, it does. I don't, I snore when I'm exhausted, and I was exhausted. I don't oh, normally, yeah, I don't exactly. snore all the time. Oh. Okay. So okay. it's just, you know, and, you know, fucking, I brought headphones because I knew I was going to be sleeping around a bunch <laughs> of people. So rude. And why it's like, you give him, why didn't you give your guests the headphones? Not for you, Ray. You're so selfish, man. Didn't I didn't know him? I was going to snore because I don't always <laughs> snore. And I didn't think about it. Raise the fire. How does he supposed to know he snores? Yeah, exactly. It's fucking hilarious. I didn't wake myself up once, so it couldn't have been that loud. <laughs> has sleep apnea and his snoring is re- really loud. We do an ice fishing trip over in Vermont, which happens at the end of the last weekend of February, first weekend of March. And nobody likes to room with him because he snores really loud. <laughs> and to me, 
being in the Marine Corps, when you're tired, you're going to fucking sleep anywhere. And I, that's what I've gotten used to. Like, you can put me in a room with big trucks just revving their engines. I'll, I'll fall asleep through that shit. Sounds like a Mexican baby. You ever seen those babies at the Mexican parties? Right next to the speaker? No, it's knocked out. Knocked the fuck out. That's because somebody gave them a little tequila in their bottle, bro. <laughs> a little bit. This fucking baby to sleep, bro. I'm trying to party. There's nothing wrong with that, man. Man, well, Ray, when are you coming out to Arizona, man? He ain't coming out here. He's got no reason to come out here. He ain't coming out here. He, he's got you, man. That's he, yeah, but he ain't coming out here, man. That'd be cool if he did, but he ain't coming. I'd rather go you to San Diego. Yeah. Fuck Phoenix, man. <laughs> I'd rather, yeah. Dude, San Diego's a vacation town, man. Let's go to Mission Beach. Let's go surf. Let's go rent bikes. You come to Arizona, we're going to go hike in the sun. He, no, we I'd go rather, hike in the I'd sun rather, out here. But 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 then go to the ocean immediately after. That's they what I want to do, man. Yeah. I love San Diego, dude. San Diego, San Diego. I actually had a, a borderline like life changing experience. Actually, um, when I was done hanging out with Ray, I went down to Mission Beach by myself, and oh, had yeah. and hey, see Ivan. I told Ivan like how important this day was to me. I uh, it was like an adventure, man. I I got hit with a volleyball. It was like a scene out of a movie. I got hit with a volleyball. There was all these good-looking white people. They're like, "Hey, man, come play volleyball with this man." I was by myself, first time in San Diego. Went over there and spent the day with them. Got super high on edibles. A buddy of mine made uh, from for high school that from high school that lives out there, and uh, it was like a dream, dude. That in that day. I I realized this is the best, the absolute best time of my life. Like being in San Diego, meeting up with Ray, like finally making an actual connection off of Twitter. And uh, and I'm just like, this is it. This is what life was about. So I fucking love San Diego, man. I love it. Aside from costing a lot to live out here, yes. There's like everything out. You You can be anywhere. You can be in the mountains. You can be in the desert. You can be at the ocean like two hours. You can be up to L.A. You can be in Mexico. Like everything's within two hours away. Do you know about the dunes, Ray, that are maybe like, th- what would you say, Ivan, Glamis. like three hours east? Glamis. Yeah, they're called Glamis. Um, everybody, a lot of guys there? go, a lot of people go out there. I haven't, I haven't been out that way. It's though. so sick, dude. It's like this almost white ocean of rolling dunes on the way out to San Diego on the, uh, is it the 8, Ivan? Yeah, the 8. Yeah, the eight. Yeah. So beautiful, bro. I grew hey, uh, up in the desert, though, so it's like I don't fucking sand and heat and desert and cactus. Like, I, I've seen that. I, Plenty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. You know yeah. what's, uh, what place is awesome in the summertime is Michigan, man. They have sand dunes. They got great things. I mean, with the lakes, you can still go jet ski, do jet skis, and uh, <coughs> you could run. You could ride quads. Like, Michigan's actually a really beautiful place to go, but like this time of year, it's miserable. And yeah, you, you could do that here all year stuff. round. Yeah, I know, man. I know. Anytime you guys want to come out, man, come out. I've got two extra bedrooms. Yeah, and he'll let you stay there too, Ivan. I told Ivan his house is like the Mexican uh, underground railroad, man. He he has a new person staying with him every fucking week, man. So I said, Ivan, if this shit don't work out, this whole t-shirt shit, I'm coming to stay with you. He's like, come on, bro, come on over, man. So yeah, if you come out, Ivan will let you stay at his place, and we'll kick it, smoke, drink, have fun, play with Ivan's dogs, shoot some guns, shoot some guns. Yeah, Ivan took me shooting, man. We killed some doves. That was my first time hunting. That was my first time killing an animal. I didn't feel bad because they were birds. Like birds are birds are like dust essentially. Oh yeah, you pull them apart so easy, dude. He so he showed me how to. Well, his one of his buddies showed me how to clean it, and it's like you rip it when you like. It's like twisting a fucking bottle cap. Open. <laughs> like how easy it is to rip a bird a bird completely apart. They're like paper, man. So yeah, I took me hunting. 
And actually, Ivan took me shooting me and the old lady to a range. And uh, we got to shoot like a fucking rifle, like a high power. Well, it felt like a high power rifle, um, rifle. some handguns. And yeah, he took us to a range. And my my experience with Ivan was good. We had a good time. (laughs) He gave me the Arizona experience, took me hunting, took me shooting. And then I fucked him. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. What else is in Arizona? Uh, backroom casting couch. I mean, you know, <laughs> is that filmed here? Yeah, it's filmed yeah. in Arizona, man. Like, oh, wow. Do you yeah, have the address? Can you email <laughs> yeah. me the address? I, I don't have. The address, I don't want to go. It's probably in Tempe. But I also think too, be with the. Uh, well, they have a lot of Arizona State girls on there. Yeah. But I also heard too, like with the um, porn laws, like filming pornography in Arizona, you don't have to wear a condom. So, oh, really? yeah. Uh, yeah, you don't. They don't wear condoms here in Arizona. It tastes. It, I mean, it feels completely different. Fuck <laughs> condoms, dude. No. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Condoms suck, bro. They I do. hate condoms. They do, but you know what? They're a lot better than having an unplanned child. I agree, bro. But 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 your dick when you're a when you're a few uh, blunts deep and you're a few <laughs> shots deep, you ain't think about that. You think about that wet gushy gushy, bro. You ain't think about no. You ain't think about no. Okay, I'll pull out. I'll pull out, bro. It'll be alright. I don't just pull out. No more. I got a vasectomy. I don't have to. Pay. Yeah, <laughs> you got fixed. My buddy. Uh, yeah. My buddy. He he swears. He used to swear by the pull out method, but five years later. <laughs> Definitely not. He's got himself a little basketball team. <laughs> a brood. They're a brood Dude, at this has, point, man. He has so many kids, man. It's just so crazy. Like, he, like I don't know. You guys ever hear that story that lady got uh, pregnant from a blowjob? She sucked some dude's dick and then got stabbed. She, she swallowed Rogan, it. Rogan had a bit about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. Uh, it, it moved its way to her uterus. She got stabbed, and when she got stabbed, it like punctured a hole in her stomach into her yeah, in her uterus, and the semen went in there, and she got pregnant. But, I, but that's not. There's no that, way. That, I mean, it yeah. mixed with blood and like probably science, bile. Bro. I'd Google it. I guess I don't know. Joe Rogan had it on one of it. It's probably on his his most recent special, or is gonna be. I saw he did that on on the I think it was the end of the world thing. I saw that on uh, that uh, Eddie Ith talking shit too. Yeah. So it's real, man. It has to be real. Has to be. Yeah, it must it's be. on the internet. Must be. It's on the internet. Oh, uh, speaking of which, David Ike, new lizard updates. Oh, never mind. Just kidding. <laughs> so that. Ray, uh, in fifteen minutes, bro. What do you want? Do you want me to stay on? Do you? Can I take off? I mean, uh, like you, got, you got five fucking hosts here, bro. Yeah. But are I'll, you guys gonna I'll... stick around? Yeah, I can stick around. Okay, man. I can stick, stick around. around. I, I gotta okay. take like a ten minute break. I, I yeah, we're gonna break. we're gonna reset here in about you know five ten minutes, and then uh, yeah, we'll, we'll come back. Ways at that time. Okay, uh, if I don't get to say goodbye. It was fun. Um, I'm gonna get yeah. to work. Ten Fuck minutes, yeah, but it was really nice chat with you guys. Let's keep contact on Twitter. Yeah. And, uh I followed you, Jr. I'll get you on the podcast, cool. man. Talk to you about Jr. You don't even follow me, you little motherfucker. I don't follow your new account. I know. You got too many. You got too many accounts. You get too many internet fights, man. I don't want to see that I shit. Got shit one, is I got one account. I got one account. <laughs> Yo, stop getting into internet fights, man. That shit is negative energy, bro. Hell yeah, he does, man. Him and nah. fucking him and like Monkey Top Part Two or oh, whoever Jesus. the new the new dude he's beefing with. Yeah, man. Yeah. One, one of Monkey Todd's ghost accounts. <laughs> Block it and forget it. He oh, starts no. like a new account. He'll take like a picture from. Some girl from like high times, like the high <laughs> or something, 
And then he'll like try to, hey, Death Squad, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and no, I've, like, of, I've, course, of course, a bunch of dick beaters are going to follow her and try to talk to her right away. Ivan will be arguing with people like about, you know, somebody be telling Ivan, get off Rogan's dick. Like, bitch, we're fans, man. Nobody's on anybody's dick. We're just fucking fans. You're a Death Squad fan, too. You got Death Squad in your, in your, in your profile. You're a fan, too, so stop it. And what if Rogan's dick tastes good? Yeah, what if I like that Still ain't sucking. I mean, Man, I don't, let's not I don't judge. I Death Squad in anything just because I don't want to get in fights because everyone's going to be like, this is, yeah, this is true Death Squad. You're not true Death Squad unless you do this, this, and that. Yeah, why isn't it in your profile? Joe, Joe Logan said this, so this that is the word of God. And uh, but you know what, man? It's 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 evolved into a lot more than just that now. I mean, Jr. And I, Jr. and I talk about it all the time. It's it's moved on from just what Rogan says and what Red Band says. It's it's gone on. I mean, look what we're fucking doing. This is a whole other community. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's moved on, but there's still so, people, still people being accepting others no matter where they come. Yeah, so fuck those little cunts. And let's be a hundred percent honest. Rogan and Red Band don't really mention Death Squad that much unless they're either promoting a show or talking about the community, like. They're not, like, crazy gung-ho. Like, we've probably said the word Death Squad a hundred times since I've got on. They, they, Some shows, they don't even mention the word. Yeah, so yeah. it has become its own thing. It's become kind of a thing run by the fans, you know? For yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's, like, uh, it's like the Apple community. The cult hey, of Mac watch it. Watch it now. <laughs> yeah. no, it's, it's its own cult, man. It's its own. Yeah, dude. I mean, I have Apple products, man. I mean, this MacBook Pro's been a champion. I'm running a, I'm running a FireWire mixer right now, guys. Oh shit! I got my, my 4S piece of shit. <laughs> I got a MacBook Pro running my Samsung 26-inch yep. monitor on the other side. Am I the only one with Android yep. in here? Jesus! I got oh. a, I, I got an iPhone tattoo low animal on the small of my back, like a. Uh, <laughs> tramp That's tramp the power button. button. I'm actually not. <laughs> power you, you guys want to see it? You want to see my iPhone tramp stamp? You guys yeah. think I'm joking, but I'm not. Do you guys want to see it or yeah, no? Yeah, see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before you leave, we want to see how to turn you on, buddy. Yeah, you just rub that little that little button. Oh, you need to talk, though, so we can see it. What do you mean? I got my headset on, so do you there see it? There we go. It? See it? Where is it? Oh, right yeah. There? Uh, that's crazy, man. What's on the other side? It's a uh, it's a Sony uh, point-and-shoot camera. Hmm. But yeah, Obsolete the- tattoo. <laughs> Nobody needs that shit. That's what phones do now. This is how I describe it to people: the 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 arrival of the iPhone and what it's done for my life and helped me become a better businessman is the same as like imagine a photographer had a tattoo, like one of those old school photographers had a tattoo of a guy with the thing over his head taking a picture <laughs> on that long ass camera, like. This is this will be vintage at some point, but this phone has literally changed my life and made me a better business. Fuck business yeah, man, owner. dude, so, that's it helps me the fuck out. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Apple, bro. <laughs> no, I'm just saying I have a I have a serious love for this phone specifically and what it's done for my life and it's helped me communicate. And I mean, before iPhones, I was using like still old flip phones and then when the iphone 2 came out i jumped on and ever since then I like twitter instagram like this is how we communicate with each other this is how we communicate with the world and this is a technological marvel i don't care what anybody says so the tattoo will never be obsolete because that, that's a very important piece of technology to me fuck yeah man all right well let's let's wrap it up on that note um cool. follow right, jr jr steiner and everybody else come back low animal I gotta get to work, Drew. But I'll call in right. later, I'll man. Back. Yeah, cool, man. Dude, I'm working. I'll be back. Okay, right, I'll be watching. Okay, okay we're gonna take a vacation for this podcast. 
All right, later, Jr. All right, guys. Well, while we're while we're gone, uh, everybody go to GoFundMe.com slash YuckNasty and donate, and we'll be back in just a few minutes. Yeah, guys, $500. I'm going to piss myself anywhere in public. <laughs>